0: charles manson and many more we add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our instagram at cult collectibles so visit us on the web at cult today
1: hey this is dave jackson director of catsick blues and co-host of show me something wrong
0: you're listening to sick on cinema
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sick on Cinema. I'm one half of your food products going right up your coo. John I, I guess I'm your other half, Matt <laughs> And as you can tell by the intro, we're getting into some sleazy shit today So, uh, yeah Yeah, this one's probably going to be age-restricted by most platforms <laughs> Probably immediately Viewer discretion is advised on this one <laughs> Like, I, I would say a lot of our episodes, I'd say, mm-hmm. Like, especially Like, we're, we're stepping back into similar territory Of like we did with the Phil Prince episode We've been having too much fun Yeah it's time to get to some nasty shit again. We've been talking about like Toxic Avenger, yeah. uh fucking Don Dollar, mm-hmm. the Gore trilogy. Even though I would say gorotica is a little transgressive. It's a little trans it's definitely fucked up, but it's, it's still it's still fun. Yeah, it's still fun. You know. Now it's time to get back to the fucking series that nearly ended the podcast back in the day. Yes. Which I think we've only ever done this one other time. Yes, this is our second episode on this, but like when I was thinking about it, it felt like we'd done it more than that but it is the only second time we've ever talked about the uh, the Nikatsu Roman porno films we talked about it one other time slightly with Sato yeah with Mr. Parker that was Pinky Row. true well I mean Lolita Lolita was part of that line yeah 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 For, true I kind of forgot that but yeah these are the true Nikatsu Roman porno films though. yeah and the thing is like there's a lot of these a lot <laughs> of them there's so many they made them from what like 70 something to like mid 80s <sighs> Late 80s, I'd say. Well, I know they're still making Nikatsu Roman pornos, technically. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, upon, you know, doing some <laughs> some research, uh, going to, like, Nikatsu's website, they have a Roman porno, like, website, mm. and they still, like, as of, like, I think 2021, 2022, they're still making them. I wonder if those are, like, more J-A-V-ish now, and not, like what most people think of as Roman pornos Uh, probably but also think it could be that you know it has you know unsimulated sex in it but it still has the same plot driven because like Roman pornos would have you know can have unsimulated sex in them but they're far more just erotica films we're talking about one today technically yeah 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 Um, whereas like JV is just straight porn with a plot yeah sometimes not even that sometimes it is gonzo yeah, sometimes it's Gonzo, sometimes it's whatever. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, Nikatsu Roman Porno has been a thing since like seventies. Well, I mean, there's even like stuff that's like a part of the Niko- like Nikatsu's like at well, yeah. least. I'm about to look this up because okay. <laughs> you okay. You think I'm about to fuck up? Is yeah, that you think? Yeah, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Dude, do some googling on the Google. Let, Let me sure. Google. Let me Google. Not Nikita Lyon. Get out of here. Get, 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 get Nikita Lyon. About to send some. Probably. Sure. Yeah, I was about to do. Fucking. <laughs> zip it, zip it. <laughs> 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 what was it? Was it uh, someone on Twitter said? What we're yeah, I think we're both thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Erratic. According to Movie. Movie. The Nikatsu Roman Porno Films were a series of theatrical Japanese softcore pornograf- pornographic films produced by the movie studio Nikatsu from November 1971 until May 1988. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. There you go. I knew it was something like that. I just wanted to, <laughs> wanted I to clarify. Have, I could have swore they were still doing stuff like that, though. I mean, maybe it may be under that title, but it's probably not. I mean, not it, the original It's line. also not going to be theatrical anymore. No. Although there still is Pinku film uh, theaters. Yeah, there there is. Oh, my neck is stiff as shit today. What's on your neck? I don't know, bro. Dying. I mean, dying. But I feel like you've been saying you've been dying since episode one. <laughs> I'm dying. Well, what, technically I still am. I mean, we all are. Yeah. We're slowly dying. Having said that, I think it's time to get to listener questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Or you can wait to the week of the episode. We are mostly bi weekly podcasts. And we'll post a lovely little image on our Instagram of a dancing skeletons that says, uh, We are taking questions. You can ask in the comment section below. Also, also, Before, yeah, I just want to say that um, y'all are also crazy motherfuckers. Because every, every week, like even if it's like shit posting, y'all manage to. At least comment something. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And a lot of times it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So thank, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And a shout out, and we should have got his name, but we didn't think about it. Oh, to the guy from uh, who uh, is an employee of Grindhouse Video. Yes. Who is a listener who recognized us, which was wild. It was. It was so surreal. (laughs) We went to Grindhouse Video, which is one of the reasons this episode's late because we went to the punk rock flea market and didn't mm, Uh, didn't watch the movies. Yeah. piece of shit. Even though we had a week to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we went to the Punk Rock Flea Market and Grindhouse video instead. <laughs> and, it also uh, worked, to be fair. Yeah, but. And, uh, yeah, he was like, are you the guys from Sick on Cinema? We were like, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> how do you know this shit? Yeah, so thank you so much. That was cool. That was sick. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, let's get into let's this. Let's get into it. And we're starting with The Man, The Myth, The Legend. Mm. Chris Severed of Severed Cinema, the Bible. The Bible. Yes. On the underground. If you could haunt any place as a vengeful ghost for eternity, where would you choose and how would you scare people? I would haunt my place of employment, and I would do it by raising prices. <laughs> I'm like, boo, Cokes are now $15, you fuck. <laughs> Cokes are now $15. <laughs> I'm going to haunt the White House for no specified reason. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I'm just gonna, like, fuck with the old bastards. <laughs> because you leave at the White House, you scare them too bad, they're gonna just fucking die. Maybe that's the plan. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I am the ghost of inflation past. <laughs> I'm the ghost of inflation present <laughs> and future. <laughs> Cokes are going to be $20 a pop. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Your digital coupons aren't working. <laughs> Your coupons are out of fucking date, you dumb bitch. <laughs> no you do have to buy two to get the deal (laughs) dr pepper's not with the coke products (laughs) i'm pretty sure my place of employment is haunted actually by the way oh yeah dude weird shit happens there all the time jesus christ shit falling off shelves for no reason i have a video of a thing of like todd front flipping off the shelf and nobody's around it the store was closed It was pushed back on the shelf. It's not like it was even teetering. It was on the shelf. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I've seen... I have seen specters. (laughs) You've seen ghosts? Like, there... I have another video on my phone of a... It looks like a puff cloud. It looks like someone hit a big fat vape. Are you sure it wasn't? The only people that were there were either in the store or coming in the door at the exact time mm. that went across the window. That's wild. Yeah. I'll show it to you after the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you showed me the, the bottle Yeah. while bag, but. Yeah. Weird shit, man. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh thank you, Chris, for the question. Yeah, thank you. That was a fun one. So would you say you're a believer in ghosts, John? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I've, se- I've seen ghosts. Don't believe in him <laughs> Still a little skeptical John will be A skeptic of anything For the day he dies I feel like <laughs> Yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> Next up is McKinley McKinley Big Mac attack McKinley <laughs> Big Mac attack <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I just to <laughs> want to give him A nickname nickname You love giving people Nicknames I do <laughs> um, McKinley asks Hey John and Mac Question for you Which Dragon Ball Villain Dragon Ball villain Don't have to be Z Oh uh would you would you think would make a good horror villain i already have my answer i actually think that's a really sick question yeah oh yeah (laughs) like when i read that i was like damn that's a cool question i have my answer too it's probably the same sale sale yeah yeah. (laughs) sale is pretty much just the horror villain already dude i'll never forget growing up um and buying the dragon ball z vhs's yeah and like uh you know, you bought them because you could see the episodes early, hmm. before they aired on Toonami, and they were completely uncut. Yeah. And the fucking scene when Imperfect Cell stabs the dude. Oh, yeah. And, and like... sucks him out, and he basically like turns into the dude from Spookies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like... Yeah, 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 he just fucking <laughs> deflates. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's horrific. Like, that whole like saga, like the android saga... Yeah. Like, my like 13-year-old brain was not ready for how violent, uncut Dragon Ball Z was dude. at that time. Well it's like Even like before that It was brutal But mm. is, Like the android talk Is when it got real rough Like they break Fucking Vegeta's arm By kicking it Yeah uh, d- Fucking Dr. Giroux Like just sh- shoves his hand Through Yamcha's chest but Yamcha got fucked up So many times It was like, like like That era was like The last bastion Of like the early 90's Late 80's OVA gore oh, stuff Oh yeah <laughs> With like, like Fist of the North Yeah star Wicked City And shit like that Yeah <laughs> uh, He also asked What is your favorite Foreign music artist Okay. Yeah, that's really hard. I was trying to think, like, what are we saying as foreign? Like, do we got to speak a different language or just from a different country? I'd say different country. Oh, because that makes really Gojira's fun. up there for me. Gojira's pretty fucking great. Uh, idols. Idols, yeah. I'll shout out, even though I don't think they're my favorite, I just think they're a really good Japanese rock band, the Pillows. Yeah, the Pillows are really good. Yeah. Um... Of course, there's, like Dieter and Gray, mm. which I know you're not not the biggest a big fan. fan of but and Gray. I think I think they slap. Uh, I mean, there's like classic shit like Led Zeppelin. Oh yeah, they're not. <laughs> yeah, they're not U.S. Are they? No, you yeah. know. And it's like I will say, like the older I get, the more I don't want to listen to classic rock. I feel the same way. Like I'm just like, it's like how many just, times can you listen to <laughs> Slow blah, 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 I mean, you. I try to avoid that as much as possible, anyway. But. <laughs> Man, I, I, I just don't do not want to listen to Slow Rock. Who was the band that like? And it's, this is not a foreign music, guy, and this is a bit of a <laughs> diatribe. Okay, but like, what's the fucking band that's like, like, roll rock and roll? I, I have no idea. Because it has one part where it's like, Jimmy Dean, Jimmy Dean, <sighs> Oh my fucking god! It's a horrible fucking song. But I think it's in fucking uh, Devil's Rejects. Really? Yeah. Jesus. No, I, I have no idea what that is. I thought my head, but God, it sounds terrible. <laughs> Just to give an answer, I, I mean, I probably could think of somebody else. I almost say the damned. The da- oh, that's a good choice. Uh, I may, I may go Gojira. Gojira. Right now. yeah. Gojira fucks hard. Yeah, they're, they're so good. good. But uh, thank you, McKinley, for the question. Yes, Big Mac McKinley. <laughs> Big Mac McKinley. Next up is Reggie Bannister. Oh hey, <laughs> the ice cream man! <laughs> Hell yeah! Hey fellas, longtime listener, first time caller. Hell yeah! I wanted to ask you what you thought, what your thoughts are, or if you have any experience with Wave Productions. <sighs> <laughs> I happened to stumble across a movie called "Dead in the Pool" from 1994, directed by Gary Will- Whitson. Gary Watson Watson, something like that while I was looking for an entirely different film right away the cover invented a feeling of sleaze and grime that the only guys from the most low brow of SOV titles I was instantly intrigued tracking down these movies is seeming to be difficult especially for a neighbor from the north yeah unfortunately (laughs) I am envious of the access to movies you all have in the US anyways I would love to hear your thoughts on this thank you for all the last reviews and help adding to my movie watch list Watch list. Much appreciated. Reggie Bannister, the ice cream man. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) Um, Wave is very interesting. I don't know. Wave is something I've only recently been introduced to. I was kind of introduced to it because, you know, looking for random. But oh, what happened? It's just today. Everybody butt ain't working. Keep going. You're good. Okay. One's working, just not the other one. I'm trying to get it to work. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> Cheaty ass headphones. Cheaty uh, headphones. But, like, I came across this uh, this movie online called... Uh, oh, well, what's it called? Oh, fuck. Sorry. Go it's got a long-ass toddle. Mm. Um... I keep talking. I'm about to pull it up. Uh, I don't. This is your story, bro. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> just, just talk about what you know about Wave. When I'm... I, very limited. I don't know exactly where I first heard of Wave. Um, I do have the documentary by Bill Hellfire, our favorite filmmaker, <laughs> who uh, <laughs> called Mail Order Murder, but I have not watched it yet. I'm interested in Wave, but I know that like from people who watch Wave stuff, it's very hit and miss, and even the hits are kind of just you know they're something they're, they're, they're an experience there. Yeah. more so than anything else uh, so yeah I'm not really delved deep into Wave I do know that uh, who's the chick who directed Limbo Oh, Tina uh, Krause Tina Krause yeah it's like a Wave regular and I'm a big fan of her so I wouldn't mind seeing some of the ones she's in yeah um, you watched one Wave movie yes I watched uh, Sorority Slaughter oh yeah then it's not very good <laughs> uh, at least in my opinion anyway I'd fuck <laughs> It felt like my brain was rotting while watching it, but I know Mr. Parka has talked about some wave stuff. I wouldn't mind seeing. Yeah, um, I want to fucking pull up the fucking studio. God damn it! Dude. <laughs> What's the, what are you looking for? Is it even a wave production? I think it is. Are you wrong by how you've introduced a wave? I don't think so. <laughs> But just the idea behind, like, what Wave is is really fascinating, where it's, like, essentially it was, like, you know, a mail-order fucking horror uh, company where, like, fans could, like, send in, like, I want to see girls in bikinis get sucked up in quicksand being chased by mummies. And they are like, (laughs) all right, we'll make it. (laughs) You know, like... Uh, I found it. Okay. The kind of meat you can't buy at the store. Oh, okay, yeah. And... I kind of skimmed through it, and it's, like, this, like, serial killer, like, cannibal type thing, but the majority of the movie is him just, like, you know, quote, killing this woman in a, like, fucking, like, pit of mud, mm. and I was like, what the fuck is this? Well, apparently, quicks because, like, if you know what you, if you don't know much about Wave, like, Wave, uh, uh, fucking, um... Wave was essentially like it started as like an independent horror yeah. thing, but there came a point where they got so many like requests for custom tapes that they started doing these like fetishy yeah custom tape stuff. They would do releases of <laughs> yeah, it's funny and it's like eating. A, it's like eating a lot of a tasteful of revenge is like their most well known. Mm-hmm. And it is essentially. As far back as you can go Vore Yeah Type content Which is Fucking crazy They accommodated a lot of like Fetishes And it seemed like The big one was Quicksand for some reason Yeah quicksand was a big one Um Mud Was always a big one For some reason (laughs) And Yeah It's super fucking bizarre Yeah So That's what I know about Wave Not a ton But uh Thank you very much Reggie Bannister Yes. Thank you. The rule you. in Phantasm 2. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I will say also, uh, Sorority Slaughter 2 is 107 minutes. <laughs> God damn. Which, nah. boy. Nah. Yeah, I don't know about that. But, uh, next up is Box Creep Films. It's your boy. Be on the lookout for, uh, fucking, uh, the Black Heart Collector's Club. Yeah, the Black Heart Collector's Club. I was making sure I got that right. I thought it was right, but I was like, maybe I fucked that up. I don't know. <laughs> what we've got, dum-dum brain. What was your favorite thing to find in your trick-or-treat treat bag on Halloween? Hmm. I was a simple kid. Yeah. Chocolate. Oh, yeah. Um, Name brand chocolate. That was always the good shit. Yeah. You know, if you didn't get mock you got chocolate. Yeah. I like I was always always loved getting Reese's mm-hmm. of course because that's like my favorite candy which unfortunately after I got fucking COVID tastes like dirt tastes like dirt to me, me now <laughs> the only, the only Reese's thing I can eat now are the fast breaks yeah. every once in a while I will get a really good Reese cup yeah but here recently it's like I'll eat a Reese cup and it's like it does taste very earthy I don't like it like they just freshly dug them peanuts up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <they're first laughs> they freshly dug them up and didn't clean them
2: yeah. <laughs> it's like fuck
1: but like sweet tarts was always a big one for me i love sweet tarts oh yeah sweet tarts are great um i used to love dots oh, as a God. kid dots are you to fucking death and then i had dots recently and i was like this is fucking terrible mm. i got like gummy candies yeah that's too much it's it's not even like chewy enough no like you get stuck to your teeth Immediately You don't swallow The majority of a dog On the first go <laughs> No Like it gets stuck everywhere Before you get it all down It literally has to like Disintegrate in your mouth mm. Before you can actually Eat them at this point One of the things I really loved to find In my trick or treat bag Growing up too Was there was a lady In our neighborhood mm. who, Back in the day When you could trust people Well <laughs> More so now than ever You know Well you know She was a friend of the family Oh yeah, and, uh, she would make Homemade uh, popcorn balls Yeah the homemade popcorn balls Were always cool And that was like The last stop of the night Like before you went home hmm. And it was always like Yeah we get Homemade popcorn balls The night There was all Like occasionally Like we'd go to like Houses that were uh, pr- You know pretty big And you'd get like The big ass candy bars yeah, And shit yeah. And it's like whoa Um but, uh, like, towards the end of, like, me trick-or-treating, that kind of, like, stopped. Like, it like it got to a point where, like, not many people were even celebrating the holiday in our area. Mm-hmm. Which kind of got... It got sad, really. Yeah. Halloween's kind of dead around here. Yeah. Um, it's alive in our hearts, but Trunk-or-Treat killed the shit out of it. Yeah, it goes straight... Yeah, to fucking Trunk-or-Treats. The charges killed Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> The fucking church killed Halloween. God damn it. Fucking bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Destroy the church. Listen here, God. <laughs> You go hit three knocks on your door You hit three (laughs) knocks on your door When I'm dead Yeah I'll come up to them goddamn pearly gates I'll kick your fuckers in (laughs) I'll kick those fucking gates in I'm gonna get my 12 gauge I've got my Louisville Slugger I'll take your goddamn knees out God (laughs) I don't know if you have knees But I'll take those astral projected motherfuckers out I'll take those astral projected motherfuckers out (laughs) You ethereal son of a bitch You fucking (laughs) cocksucker. (laughs) Oh, fuck Yeah Yeah It's getting that time, though Halloween Yes, it is I'm excited Oh, I am too Yeah, even though I'm already Stalking Christmas stuff at work Fuck, fuck (laughs) Fuck Listen to Santa Claus (laughs) You son of a bitch It's capitalism at its finest (laughs) Capitalism (laughs) Manifest Get your hands off my penis (laughs) (laughs) My succulent Chinese meal (laughs) God, love the video It's really funny but a thank you Box Creep Films for the question as yes. always thank you. Cannot fucking wait for the new movie. Yeah, I'm so fucking stoked for that. It's going to be awesome. I just know it. Feel, oh yeah. I feel it my bones. Fill in my balls. <laughs>
0: I Fill in my bones, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Me boy.
1: Uh next up is Psychonaut. Psychonaut. Go buy shit. Uh got a, a message from Psychonaut already. I saw earlier. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> This fucking Filthy Frank with a shotgun in his mouth being <laughs> like one <when> sick on <laughs> TMW no, no sick on cinema episode yeah <laughs> it's like it's really funny yeah I laughed way too hard at that uh, go pre-order you a copy of Artie the Anthropophagus yes I'm very excited about that yeah absolutely our our friends do cool shit I'm, that's fucking sick <laughs> our friends do cool things we're behind on everything <laughs> yeah well We had something cool coming, though. Yes. I just got to get paid so I can print everything out. Yeah, Yeah, well, it's easier said than done. But anyway. I mean, I just got to get paid. Well, yeah. (laughs) What's what's hard about it? Get paid and go to the printer. Well, go to the printer and... I mean, it, it, there's there's a lot of pro, there's a lot of steps. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, any, anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, Psycho asks, favorite way to skin a cat? <laughs> favorite way to skin a cat? You talking or about, one way to skin a cat? You talking about the the uh, wrestling way when you like, oh, pull yourself over the road? Yeah, that, that is my favorite way to skin a cat. I've never done it because I'm too fat, but it is I, cool. It is cool. I would die the Shawn Michaels special. Oh, yeah, the Royal Rumble Shawn Michael special. <laughs> but yeah. uh, he says, just kidding, serious question. Do you two enjoy video games? If so, what are some of your favorites? Any horror games specifically? Ooh. I used to be really into video games. Me too. Um, and it wasn't necessarily that I just got out of it. I just got into other things more so. Like, yeah. I still like games. Yeah, I just yeah. don't play them as much as I used to. That and I kind of Find myself Kind of getting Disinterested With a lot of stuff That's coming out Yeah And that's not to like Dis anyone's like If you, you, know, you like it you Yeah know. For me personally The thing that kind of Pushed me out More so than anything Was um Uh fucking Uh oh god What do they call it When it's like When it's like Free Roman What is it uh Oh um The fuck's that called open world open world there yeah. you go yeah like Grand Theft Auto like whenever like America's Solid became open world Zelda became open yeah. world and I was just like ah, I don't really want to level up all this shit and build bases and fucking yeah. upgrade shit I just want to play the game <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah well, what, what kind of took me out was kind of the Battle royal stuff mm. which I was just like I'm not as interested in this shit as I am like just playing a game I still fucking love skateboard games though I play the shit out of those <sighs> fuck Session dude. no I love Session no Session look listen <laughs> Look, look, look here. Look here. Look. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Session is one of the most infuriating yet fun somehow games ever. Mm-hmm. Like I was playing it earlier and I god, it pisses me the fuck off. Oh. <laughs> it piss, it god, it infuriates me. <laughs> I was trying to do a trick on the rail earlier and I was like, fuck fuck it. Fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> Never again. Fuck it. I'm done. And then you get back on later, it's like, fuck, goddammit, fuck, <laughs> fuck. But as far as horror games go, like, I actually, like, back in the day, I was a big into horror games. Um, um, It took me a while to get into horror games because I was a pussy. Mm, fair enough. Um, but in, like, the, the, the early 2010s, you know, mid-2010s, that's when I really got into that shit. Yeah. Like, Slender the Eight Pages and <laughs> shit like that. Oh, my god. <laughs> that's a throwback. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, for me, like Silent Hill 2. Oh, yeah. Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, and 4. Yeah. I loved all those. Um, PT was a good one. <laughs> PT was fucking excellent. Yeah. It took me way too long to beat it, but. Well, i not never beat it because I didn't know how to fucking beat it. But to me, it was just more about the experience than was anything. Oh, yeah. Uh, was it Outlast? <laughs> Outlast was scary as yeah, shit. Yeah, Outlast was a really good one. Um, uh, what was that one, Slender the Arrival? Funny, I I never played the Slender games. You never played those? No. Okay, well, Slender the Rival was fucking scary as shit. Mm. Of course, you got to talk about Five Nights at Freddy's. Fuck. (laughs) Those fucking games. It was too fucking easy. (sighs) Well, I don't know. When you get to the later nights, it's way too hard. Mm. Like, you get to the point where you're not even getting scared anymore. You're just like, oh my god! Yeah. (laughs) But... Um, My favorite horror game ever is probably Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2? Yeah. Yeah. That was like my favorite. Um, I played the Resident Evil remake. Mm. Resident Evil 2 remake and it was really fucking good too. Yeah. Before the... PlayStation died or died, yeah. yeah. That, that makes it hard video game. There's also like <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite uh, games of all time. I mean, game series is, I guess, is Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. I, I, mean, I think it's horror adjacent. Oh yeah, especially Black. Yeah, Twisted for Black sure. Black is like, like in retrospect, it's definitely got that like early 2000s, late 90s like edge to it where it's like it's not as edgy as it once was when you were yeah, a kid yeah, yeah. it's a little try harder than you remember yeah maybe just maybe just a little mm-hmm. bit and there's probably people being like fuck you like right with <laughs> me saying that but uh, it's, it still holds up it's yeah. just fucking awesome I'm a platform guy my biggest thing though Was always wrestling games Yeah I love wrestling games For me it's like Yoshi's Island Mega Man 2 yeah. Sonic 2 Mario 3 mm-hmm. uh, Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2 Yeah Um. What else? Legend of Zelda Any mm-hmm. of those Ocarina of Time George's Mask Link Between Worlds Was a fucking fantastic game Oh yeah Yeah I was a Nintendo nerd Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still am Still love Nintendo Oh yeah um, Kirby Kirby yeah, I've played probably almost every WWE game of oh, like from <laughs> SmackDown. Here comes the pain onward. Mm. Like at least played it, not necessarily owned it, but right. I've played at least it. played most of them, and there's a lot of them I love. There's a lot of them I fucking hate. <sighs> there was a dark period. Two K twenty two. No, not twenty two. Twenty Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Whatever For like 2K20 Was the precursor To what 2020 Actually was <laughs> Fuck Terrible game But uh, Thank you Psychonaut not yes. For the question as always Also WWE 12 sucked dick But <laughs> Like There's gonna be A lot of people Out there Who are gonna be like No WWE 12 was It was good no, no, You're fucking Huffing copium bro I don't know If anybody listening to this Is gonna be like WWE 12 Mm-hmm. That was that was the one It sucked <laughs> They, they, All of you are remembering this. Most people are like, I played it. Look, man, they didn't finish the fucking movesets for people. <laughs> like, everyone had, like, a blank ass moveset with, like, fucking, like, finishers. And I was like, fuck this game. Anyway. I digress. I digress. Next up is Shockenschlag. Schocken- it's Herschel. It's your boy. It's your boy. He's working on some boy. cool shit, too. He is. Yes, yes. yes. Okay, listen here, boys. Okay, okay, listen. Look here, look. Listen. <laughs> What's a man got to do to get John to come round on Donald Farmer? Enough of the insults. You're you're about to hear three knocks on your door. The first two from my hand, the last from my leg. The third. Enough talk. Fight me, John. You, me, and a bottle of lube. Oh, oh, don't be a coward. Kiss me, you little stinker. <laughs> I just spent time talking this my mental health is in shambles love you <laughs> boys my real question what is your favorite Nakatsu title my personal favorite is Star of David Beautiful Girl Hunting which that may have changed over the course of a weekend yeah. but now is he talking about what's my favorite like Nakatsu title as in like name I think I think it's just talking about the Roman porno okay like the That's line hard, itself it's actually like they actually make a lot of fucking good movies they do Fairy in a Cage is pretty fucking great yeah um, Flower and Snake is really fucking good. Mm. I'm a big fan of Lolita Vibrator Torture. Yeah. I think that one's really fucking good. Uh, Momoe's Lips is really good. Is it Momoe or Momo? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's spelled all funky. I The thing is, like, you're definitely more of an expert on this stuff than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, since you were, like, no, you fucking wrong the very beginning of the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you pulled that shit out. Um. My personal favorite, maybe Fairy in a Cage. Fairy in a Cage is hard to beat. Like Star of David's, really good too. Star of David's one of the meanest ones. Star of David is like, like it, and one we're going to be talking about tonight are like the two I can think of that are the nastiest. Oh my god, Star of David, like that I've seen. I've not seen everything. Like I don't want to spoil it for anyone with Star of David, but there is a scene that is so like. Politically incorrect Mm -hmm. In every way It was was incorrect then It's incorrect now It'll be incorrect Fucking hundred years from now if you're wanting one that's less on the sleazy side, it's still sleazy, but it's more about psychological stuff. than yeah. it is about like, you know, physical nastiness. Like some mm-hmm. other ones, uh, Love Hunter, Love Hunter. Yeah. yeah, it's far more about like like almost like a couple who like meet this mysterious woman and she kind of starts tearing them apart. Yeah, it's really good. What's well, like also, I've also heard of like I guess it's more in the realm of just pinku in general than just nakatsu, but there's like stuff like Love Hotel, which is apparently like and of course there's like comedies and stuff too that's not like straight up I hear one of the best Nukatsu films that Impulse has put out is uh, Love It From Behind oh really yeah but I've not seen that one yet um, as far as like, if we're just saying titles, like, what's our favorite Nagatsu title? Oh my god! I mean, it's got to be like, what is it? Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, what was it? Horny diver, pearl snatching, or something like? No, that? No, it's like wet. Uh, it's like fucking wet shellfish or something like that. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> what was that one? It was like wicked finger or something like that. Oh, my, it's like. <laughs> Oh, good bad. Uh, there's also one like again. I it may it may be just Pinku, but at the same time like I I have to look. Hmm. But it's like Subway Serial Rapist something something. I'm like fuck. That sounds Pinku. Pinko usually did that kind of stuff. Yeah. Nakatsu was like rape, thirteenth hour. Yeah. <laughs> Star of David is w- probably one of the actual best titles. It is really good. Yeah. But but when it comes to like, psycho stars, psycho stars. Mm-hmm. I heard that one's actually really good too. Heard, I've heard, it's really good too. Yeah. Um, fair in a cage is one like when I wasn't really into this stuff. Like I'm definitely like I've talked about this before on the on the show, but I'm definitely more of a, more of a fan of like sleaze stuff now than I used to be. A uh, fair and a cage is something I loved then. Yeah, fair the cage is really really good. Like if so, like if someone walked up to me and was like, "Fair and a cage should be in the Criterion collection," right? I'm like, yeah, makes sense, I mean, makes sense. Solo can be. <laughs> yeah, fair and cage should should be like regarded as one of the best. Check out Flyer and Snake, though. Like if you like fair and a cage, Flyer and Snake is the one to definitely check out. They carry very similar vibes, where it's like this shouldn't be as good as it is. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the thing you can tell when they put in a lot of effort. That's the thing about Nakatsu and like Pinku films and. Yeah. It's like when the right person handled them, you know, like they were genuinely just great fucking movies. Fucking Sato, man. Sato, yeah. God, dude. (laughs) Sato, like, has like legit made one of the best movies I've seen this year. Mm. Not from this year, but... But this year, yeah. Yeah. Love Minus Zero equals infinity. So fucking good. Um... But, yeah. hundred um, cents a touch is really good, too. I still need to watch a lot of his stuff. But, I mean, it's not like I have an excuse not refugia. to. Rafusha. <laughs> Did you watch rough. that one? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's really good. Hey. <laughs> but a thank you, Herschel. Yes, thank you. I can't wait to see your shark movie. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah. It's a, it's a rite of passage at it's this right. point. <laughs> He's got to make a shark movie. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is carl.cr.07 7 What's up, Carl? Carl asks, what's your favorite pizza topping? I'm pretty basic. I'm pretty damn basic, too. You can't go wrong with pepperoni. You can do some pepperoni, do some mushrooms, maybe some sausage. I'm happy. Of course, I'm... I'm I'm badass, so I'm like, on the all meat pizza. <laughs> where it has like all the meats on it. It Tastes good. There's a place around here. I can't think of the name of it. Maybe is it Roma's? I think it's Roma's. Yeah. Um, who have the best cheese pizza? Yeah. I've ever had. Like it's just cheese. It's like three kinds of cheese, and it's fucking great. Yeah, it's like you can't go back to just a normal cheese pizza. I hate that it has the fucking connotation. To cheese it. pizza. God. <laughs> Fucking internet. Anyway. Carl also says, and your fave Bjork album. I'm running out of things to ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's tough. I had to look it up. Uh, ho- homogenic. Homogenic. That's my favorite. Ooh. I fucking love that album, dude. The first two songs um, are just so fucking good. Hang on just a second here. <laughs> I'm terrible with names so excuse me I listen to Hunter all the time I also really like uh, fucking I'm terrible with names of albums so I have to look it up yeah uh, I am too post a lot too like even if someone like messages me, me about music I usually have to like pull it up yeah mine might be uh, Vespertine Vespertine yeah I had to look at it oh yeah yeah that one's really good um Homogenic of course Is fucking amazing I have died on the Heel of Bjork Many a times Yep <laughs> People are like Bjork sucks I'm Like no No Ruby No <laughs> But uh Thank you Carl For the question as always You rule Yes Also the uh, newest Bjork album is really good I haven't listened to that one Um It's definitely different From a lot of her stuff But that's what she Is kind of known for At this point It's mixing things up um, next up is Mike Brushaber what's up Mike you posted this on 9-11 oh <laughs> why did you do that I don't know so you remember where you were that day and are there any standout movies that are based on 9-11 well I, I apologize for the for, for the, the chuckle I just was not ready for a 9-11 question <laughs> jeez um I mean oh man there's not really any like actually good like fictional movies based on 9-11 the only movie I can ever think of that has anything to do with 9-11 as far as fiction goes yeah and I don't know the name of it there's a Robert Patterson movie that's just a straight romance oh my god right it's just a straight romantic film you know your typical like what people would call chick flicks you know yeah and at the end they're like alright I'll see you later honey and he goes to work right hmm and like you see him go up <laughs> to the World Trade Centers, and then like on the calendar, it like zooms in. It says nine eleven, <laughs> and that's the ending mm. of the fucking movie. That's fucking grim. <laughs> that's I'm horrible. Like, you did that? Why'd they do that? <laughs> Why'd you do that? Um, <laughs> that wasn't not necessary. The the best movie about it. Like that's not in the fictional realm. The documentary, the documentary. realm. 102 minutes that changed America. It, it is fucking like it's haunting. Oh yeah, it's terrible. Like, <laughs> like I know, like especially like in the modern in the modern age, people love sharing around memes and shit of 9/11. That sends it back to reality. Yeah, yeah, it re- it fucking reels it all up real quick. All you need to do is watch that. And listen to the first last podcast episode about it, mm-hmm. and it will bring you back to reality and of what happened. Yeah, it's for sure. fucking horrible. Yep. My phone um, should be. Damn, uh, you didn't turn your phone on silent. As far as like memory, uh, the memory of nine eleven. It's like I was in seventh grade. Like I always remember it. I was in seventh yeah. grade, and we were in class, and our teacher was listening to the radio. It was like, some plane has hit a building or something in New York. But I had no clue. Like, we had no clue what was happening until we got home. Yeah. That's when it set in, like, oh, shit, this is something big. I was a little too young mm. to remember it, the, the, like, the day of. You were a child. I was, like, two, I think. And, but the thing is, like, growing up in a post-9-11 world is, post-9-11 and Columbine, Mm-hmm we became a very fearful nation. Oh, for sure. So I lived pre and post. <laughs> yeah, so you got to see... The change. Yeah. Yeah. The change in full effect from, like, literally within two years of each other. Oh, yeah. Like, again, going back to the last podcast, just sucking their nuts, but <laughs> but it's like, cut like they, they it perfectly that uh, Columbine was what changed, you know, America on a micro scale. Mm-hmm. And nine 11s would change it on a macro scale. Yep, absolutely. And that's kind of what's led us to where we are now. Yep, big true. It's uh, it's very grim when you break it down. But very grim. Very grim. But uh, yeah. There yep. Nine eleven. 9/11. What would you do? <coughs> if they build that ladder to heaven. If anyone doesn't know what South Park did after 9/11, it's go look it brilliant. up. Brilliant, yeah. Go look it up. It's amazing. But uh, thank you, Mike Brushaber, for the heavy question. <laughs> yeah, very heavy question, but uh, a very, very appreciated question indeed. Next up is Yamatori.MH. I swear to God, Yamatori fucking sent a meme to I me saw earlier. That. I was like, this "Fucking, dr- the fucking dreamy bull memes have got to stop." <laughs> Uh, Yamatori says the salami lid the <laughs> <laughs> salami <laughs> lid <laughs> anyhow do you feel fi- how do you feel about CM Punk being fired in AEW and do you think he might return to the WWE since now WWE and UFC are now united as one anyways hope you guys have a wonderful day and love you guys always thank you Yamatori <laughs> very very interesting question I actually did not know you were a wrestling fan Yamatori yeah sick that's sick um CM Punk. CM Punk. Uh, this he is, threatened Tony Khan's life. <laughs> Tony Khan thought he was going to die. He's old. He's tired. <laughs> he stabbed himself in the forehead real hard. He did do that, yeah. Yeah, a lot has happened since <laughs> since even the last time we were on, uh, on air. Yeah. But, oh my God, yeah. It, it, it's been a mess, first of all, with Punk. Yeah. Second of all... I don't see it happening I don't. I think Punk's done Man, Punk is such a bitter bastard Oh yeah Like even more so than even Bret Hart <laughs> I could see him doing it out of spot But is it worth it for him? I don't know Is it worth I mean he's gonna make a fuck ton of money so probably oh, Well yeah That's you know? true too I just I, I don't know I I feel like he's too set in his ways like if it got out that oh CM Punk's gonna be on Raw oh. that's gonna be the highest episode rated episode of Raw maybe ever probably since the nineties at least yeah. like because everybody's gonna know what's he gonna say what's he gonna do I mean we'd be watching it mm-hmm. just to see what happens absolutely you know that's the thing about it is uh giving him a live mic. <laughs> You know, like I cannot blame Tony Khan at all. Fuck no. For firing Sam Punk. I understand it. I do think that like this was an unfortunate situation where Jungle Boy did kind of start this one. He did. But at the same time, like it got way too far out of hand for what it even yeah, was. Yeah, the president was set at the press conference when CM Punk sat there eating a fucking muffin and just destroying, uh, destroying fucking AEW and their EVPs. and Yeah, talked them down. And Tony Khan did nothing about it. He just sat there. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, the president was set then, so it was only going to end one way. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect it to be as quick as it, yeah, was. it was. I wasn't either. Honestly, when this stuff came out... I mean, how... I didn't think there'd be another backstage fight involving CM Punk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's been like three, <laughs> yeah, right. It's insane, but yeah. Sam Punk, Sam Punk. I, it, he's in some horror movies. You know that? Yeah, he's in the Rabbit remake. He's in the Rabbit remake, and he's in the what was it the girl on the something floor or yeah. whatever? The Soska sisters. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's it, uh, never say never though. With, never say never. I think cause... there's a really good chance. Oh my god. He apparently showed up on some uh, MMA show and was doing commentary. Ah. And uh, was like, so like, so what are you up to, uh, punk? And he's like, well, I got about two months free on my hands, because that's when his no peak calls uh, yeah. comes up. Oof, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Thank you, uh, Yamatori, for the question. That's yes, always. thank gonna you. Go blow, go blow, make me buzz. Next up is Zombies Eight Kagan, which I love. Uh, yeah, his profile picture, by the way. <laughs> yeah, what's <laughs> that scene? It makes me laugh. Just <laughs> do you think of like Eagle Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a friend who's never so much as dipped a toe in the extremes horror pool, mm. and he's agreed to be subjected to a bunch of disgusting uh, subhuman cinema <laughs> in the name of science. <laughs> what, was, what would you boys recommend starting with? My thoughts were something resembling a more traditional movie might help transition, but maybe some SOV schlock might be more accessible before making him watch any one fuck a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry for the run-on sentence. I've had a lot of coffee, and thanks for... For your help, uh, Corrupting America's Youth. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, yes, uh, we, we are Corrupting America's Youth, one movie at a time. Where do you begin when it comes to, like... I mean, there's a few ways to go about this, right? I mean, the thing is, the way I did it was I just jumped in. You jumped in double feet first. and Cannonball! Can't hit <laughs> the backflip! <laughs> 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 My fat ass ain't doing no backflips nowadays. Hell no. Used to. But... Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably best to start with something that resembles something of normal nature first, and then slowly ease into the more corpse-fucking stuff like you said. Like, what movie would you recommend, then? Oh. Um, I mean, honestly, like a not a bad one would be something like Happiness. Yeah, Happiness wouldn't be a bad shout. It's like, I know it's not technically horror, but it's horrifying. If your friend is like familiar with horror like has watched horror yeah then maybe like a German splatter film yeah something like uh, Burning Moon Mm. Pre-Mudos you know something that has a little more of an edge to it than maybe you see in like more mainstream horror but it's very familiar because if you're a fan of something like Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2 you can kind of get behind it or a movie that I always recommend being the first one for people just because I think it's just a fucking amazing movie but it is Hard is *Cannibal Holocaust*. Yeah, I I think a good start too would be something like *Audition*. *Audition*. Yeah, because *Audition* like it's a movie that builds in its intensity. <laughs> martyrs don't start with martyrs. But, I mean, Mar- martyrs is super fucking well made. It is, but fuck, I mean, some of your films well made. That's sure. I don't know if I would subject your friend to serving film right off the bat. They might yeah. be able, they might distance themselves from me. I would recommend something that's extreme but fun. Yes, yeah. Uh, German Spider's a good nod, though. Yeah. Um, but definitely don't start with something like Q or fucking or do or do. Yeah, because <laughs> Q is funny as shit. Um, it just like I feel like it's also like a test of tolerance. Mm-hmm. Like even something like Green Room, yeah. right? that's like it's fucked it's real fucked but it's also very accessible hell maybe start with like Terraformer yeah Yeah. is a good nod um because it's goofy as shit but it's also fucked it's very fucked up it's one of the most fucked up trauma movies ever oh yeah I'd say it might be Oh, so this dope. is toxic. It, it, they, they run. They're neck close. And neck. They're real close. On <laughs> um, like honestly, like you're talking about like S.O.V. stuff. Yeah, like Campbell camp out. Campbell camp out. Video violence. The only thing I worry about, like if they're not familiar with shot on video stuff, they may be like, "This is shit." Well, see, I also, <laughs> you know, the first shot on video movie I ever watched was Splatter Farm, and it fucks. It took a long time for it to grow on me, but. Uh, yeah, it fucks It does fuck We're gonna be watching again This October, I oh, say Oh, yeah I love Spider Farm uh Yeah, absolutely Fucking love the Polonius Yeah, love the Polonius Yeah Hopefully that helps a little bit Yep Mr. Zombie Yeah, hopefully that helps And uh, keep us updated On your scientific research Yeah Every time I hear his name I just think about the skateboarder Keegan Sauter mm. Yeah, he was one of my favorites Back in the day What about Yodorowski J- stuff, too? was that a little too artsy? Maybe too artsy yeah, maybe maybe don't. Maybe you gotta, don't sus you know. gotta you gotta you suss your friend out. Not sus as in like oh, sus, like sus as in like you gotta got like Get yeah. him out. <laughs> you yeah. honestly, lucky stuff too. Lucky's fruity. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Brian Pollan Brian oh, Brian Pollen might be the like yeah. way in. Start with bone sickness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if your friend likes gore at all, by the end of it, he's just gonna be like stroking it because <laughs> how fucking gory that movie is.
0: Oh, we're just stroking my shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Next up is the Cemetery Bros. It's Bones. It's Bones. What's up, Bones? Bones is a busy man. <laughs> he's so fucking busy. <laughs> like anytime, I'm like, God, I'm busy. You look at Bones and you're like, God damn. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I ain't that busy, bro. Bones asks, when you doing a porn parody episode, boys? <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all need some schooling. <laughs> just got a flintstones and big lebowski porn parody dvds so made me think of y'all bones will definitely have you on to talk about some porn parodies that could be a really oh, fun episode i still gotta send you porn parodies this is the last time we talked oh yeah i've gotta send you fucking uh, beaver and Buttface. Oh, god <laughs> Which is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, like, Edward penis hands. Mm. Shit like that. E. T. Law Vagina. <laughs> God. It's like, it's the ones so with bad. clever names are my favorite, though. Yeah. Instead of, like, like that that trend that happened in, like, the early 2000s. Where oh, my like, God. This is not. Or it's, like, the Avengers XXX. It's yeah. like, oh. You, you, it loses the charm at that point. Yeah, like Beaver and butt face is fun. That's goofy as fuck. <laughs> sex wish, sex dude, sex wish is actually really <laughs> fun too. I need, I need to rewatch it. I what is the Flintstones one? You think? Oh, I feel like I've heard of it, but I can't. Oh, the fucking sexorcist. Oh, the sexorcist. Um, penetrator the penetrator. Yeah. <laughs> uh fucking. Uh, what was it the Texas dildo masquerade? masquerade yeah. There's so many of them. Bed fuck. Bed Because of bedrock. Oh, bed <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a list on Letterboxd about porn parodies. I think I have it liked. The big Bauboski. The, the, the big The big. Bauboski. That's fucking Valvinas. Yeah, fuck, fuck Valvinas. <laughs> yeah, fuck Valvinas. He's <laughs> a piece of shit. It wasn't good, anyways. <laughs> Honestly, I think it'd be very interesting to, uh, to do a porn parody episode. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah, I'd be down. And of course, oh, we'll yeah. have you on Bones. You oh, gotta, yeah. You gotta, you gotta show us the way. Show us the way. Do you know the way? Next up is Marsh Beef. Marsh Beef. If one day the two of you wake up in a horror film fully knowing the plot points and villains, what would it be? Would y'all survive? Also, an album recommendation. Season's Dreamings, Death by Grave Ripper. Ooh. It's a blackened thrash, and it fucks harder than a death sentence prisoner on a conjugal visit. God Jesus Christ. <laughs> on a conjugal visit. Thank you, Mosh Beef. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. If we woke up in a horror film, what would it be, and would we survive? I ain't surviving none of this shit. I wouldn't want to survive. No. It's like Can you imagine being Like I guess you don't really Have to imagine It could happen Any moment In a thread situation I told you what I'd do Yeah just fucking Boom Done I would run straight To the bomb Run straight Don't (laughs) After listening to Fucking about like No I'm going straight To the core I want to get evaporated (laughs) John, look. I don't know if you get, like. If you don't get there fast enough, your clothes are just going to be burnt literally into your skin. But it's going to kill me so fast; it won't matter. No, no. <laughs> if you get close to the explosion center of this bomb, it's how not, are you going to get there that fast? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Because it's going to be unexp- it's going to be unexpected. Like they're not going to be like, oh, there's a bomb dropping in minus thirty minutes. You're not going to even know where it's going to land. How are you going to even get that close to it? I'll figure it out. Okay, motherfucker. And like if people in Japan got turned to shadows, I will too. God damn it! <laughs> if, oh God, they got turned more in the shadows. They got turned into literal fucking street trash, fucking <laughs> victims. That's people on the outskirts of it, though. God, it's fucking if horrible. You're in direct contact of that explosion, you're dust. You don't even know what happened. Well, yeah, but still, man. I don't wanna be in that situation at all. Like if it's like a bomb drops and like I somehow survive, I'm fucking killing myself. <laughs> I'm fucking putting a gun in my mouth. Calling to not put it into, into my small palate as fucking uh, psycho i said <laughs> in the other episode. <laughs> calling it calling it a good laugh. What would I be in? What movie would it be? I don't know. Uh <laughs> street trash. <laughs> street trash. I mean, you're not an alcoholic, <laughs> so not anymore. <laughs> at one point maybe. <laughs> I would have sucked that Viber down real quick back in the day. <laughs> I'd <be> like, <laughs> I don't know, you still had like, like mm, that don't taste very good. Uh huh. Like when it comes to alcohol. Yeah, I think you'd probably be able to taste it and be like, mm, it doesn't tastes like shit. I don't know, it depends. Once you're like already wasted, you're like, all right, fuck it. That's the thing, like if you're drinking oh, well. you just don't care, you know? Um <sighs> Let's see here. The thing. The thing I ain't surviving the thing. No, I'm done. Oh, no. It's it's over. I saw the thing because it's cold. Yeah, and I like the cold. <laughs> yeah, um, the beyond. You know, I ain't fucking surviving the beyond. But you got to figure out what's happening in the beyond. That's for big truth. Where do you fit into the beyond? That's you know. <laughs> I guess I'm one of the fucking people laying on the ground in the beyond. <laughs> you're one of the homeless people <laughs> that pulls fade <you laughs> paid <and> wine, yeah. <laughs> base asphalt, <laughs> <laughs> giving them work. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you, Mosh B, for the yes. question. Next up is Mister Parker. Mister Parker, which uh, big shout out, Mister Parker. Thank you for coming on the last episode. Yes, it was so fun and being subjected to Don Dollar. <laughs> yeah, which we thought you were a huge fan of, but you're not. But you know, <laughs> which is funny because we were watching a video of yours. It was like, oh, Don Dollar, It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's all right. And, and John was just like, there it was. That, that was the moment. moment. <laughs> oh my god dude (laughs) Mr. Park asks if you guys had to go in front of an entire high school and speak which of these subjects would you choose an HIV comedy set fuck a pro-Hitler speech oh no or an instructional demonstration on how to smuggle drugs in your anus and cross the border oh fuck (laughs) I'm going to do an HIV comedy set I'll be like AIDS what's the deal with AIDS what's the deal what's the deal (laughs) what's the deal with AIDS, uh, I guess I'm doing the HIV comedy set. What's the deal with the fact that I didn't get in trouble for dating a seventeen-year-old? <laughs> John shoot from the hip on fucking <laughs> shoot hard <laughs> on Seinfeld. Shoot hard on Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I mean, I mean, fuck him for that, but. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'm doing the HIV comedy, so I really don't want to do a pro Hitler speech. Fuck no. I don't want to Kanye this. I don't want to be other man <laughs> like, There's a lot of things I like about Hitler. <laughs> what a fucking goblin, man. I might could do a instructional demonstration on smoking drugs at my butto. <laughs> you just, you take Then you got to drop travel in front of high school class. Then you might be on like sex offender list. I, I wouldn't even think about that. Just high school kids are ruthless. Yeah, they'd be like, look at look at his dick. Look, at, look how small his dick is. <laughs> Throw paper wads at it. <laughs> Throw paper wads at it. <laughs> like fucking spitball in yeah, your asshole. Spitball his dick. <laughs> I don't want that. Pinball is dick. I don't want that at all, bro. It's like you use the bathroom back of the fucking. Oh house. yeah, right. Like who's like, shittin'? <laughs> someone think <you're> shitting? someone taking a shit there? <laughs> I started kicking the fucking door in. Like I thought I was the only person that ever happened to. Then I saw a bunch of fucking videos about it. I was like, <laughs> Me, okay, Papa Meat doing the video about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody. That's why I didn't shit at school for nearly four years. Me too. I like I, like for are like, just coming home like you doing fucking no pee August. You're just like. You're just struggling. No shit, November. Just like,
2: (laughs) no shit, November.
1: You get home and it's just the most solid log you ever shit in your life. It's just splitting you in two. You're just like, (laughs) it hits the water. Just fucking like, like a bomb went (laughs) off in there. (laughs) Yeah. So HIV comedy said it is. Yeah, I don't. Either way, I don't want to do any of that. But uh, <laughs> thank you, Mister Parker, for the question. As always, thank yes. you for coming on. You'll be on again soon, yes. if you want to. <laughs> if you want to, yeah, that is. Next up is Pepper Chalk. Peppa Chalk, the British man that abuses chocolate. <laughs> 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 That sentence is (laughs) fucked. I I was playing the game Cruelty Squad recently, where one of the body horror modifications is using your intestines as a grappling hook. Oh, shit, okay. Questions is, what part of your body would you want to stretch out to become a grappling hook? (laughs) And Matt, if you say penis, I'm going to throw something at you. (laughs) Be more creative than that. You're in my mind. No, Um, balls. My (laughs) balls. You know, like those, like, like it was like, like the two balls and the stick. You like throwing it, it wraps around something. It's like <laughs> wraps around <laughs> like, like, like grappling hook balls. <laughs> you pull It was just like, oh no! I mean, the first thing popped my head was just my hand. Your hand, yeah. yeah it'd be like a specter Gadget. I want to like stretch my neck and headbutt people. <laughs> That'd be pretty sick. <laughs> go go gadget. Arm <laughs> fucking Inspector Gadget, Man, bro. I know you don't understand. I hate that goofy bastard. <laughs> I know what you do, and I don't understand it. Has a shit ass theme. Song. Oh, get out of here. Inspector Gadget <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Doom, doom, doom. I hate it. Fucking hate inspector gadget. Fuck you. Like anytime that, that fucking cartoon came out while I was a kid, I was like, fuck this shit. You'd be like a frog and use your tongue. <laughs> use your tongue. <laughs> That'd be kind of sick, actually. That would be kinda sick. You'd have to taste everything on that would kinda suck. Yeah, I don't want that. What about your eyeballs? <laughs> <laughs> your eyeballs out of your head. <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like a superhero thing, right? Yeah. And, like, everybody's together. They're, like, showing off their powers. Like, all right, so what's your powers? You're bullshit <laughs> right. shit.
2: the
1: fuck out of here. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? You just spontaneously combust as your fucking power. <laughs> I can only do this once. <laughs> I mean, people, have me you save zero because I can only do this once. <laughs> I haven't used it yet. <laughs> I'm, d- I'm d- debating whether I should use it for good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> depending on which day I'm angry <laughs> you don't want to see me when I'm angry <laughs> literally but, uh, thank you Pepper Chalk yes for the question as always British man that abuses chocolate <laughs> yeah fuck me next up is Spooky Say, Lloyd Spooky hello my favorite people who should have been aborted oh (laughs) thanks (laughs) what's your favorite sweet tea that you can get in a gallon (laughs) I actually have an answer for this (laughs) Milo's it's really good (laughs) Popeye's got that good tea though oh they got that good tea yeah is it Popeye's or is it fucking uh, Bojangles has the tea Bojangles Bojangles has the tea Yeah. Yeah. yeah Well, Jingle's teeth fucking slaps, but... Also, if you were to make a Van Beberesque esque movie like The Manson Family, which true crime event would you depict? Ooh. I've always Ooh. thought that... um Oh, what the fuck is his name? Uh... Shooka-dee, 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 We can get there. Come on, brain. Come, Come on, brain. Ooh. I keep wanting to say Dennis Nilsson, and that ain't it. Dennis <laughs> Nilsson is... Uh, Dean the... Coral. De- yeah, Dean Coral. Would make a really great fucking movie. Oh, Yeah. Dinko is like, like it's a story that I don't think it's talked about like enough. But goddamn, who was fucked. the shoemaker? Oh, Joseph Callender, who had all the like hallucinations. Yeah, Joseph Callender. I one time pitched the idea of, like, what if you did a movie based on him? Mm-hmm. But he see like you see all his hallucinations as though they're real. That would be fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, the thing is, like, there's so many stories you could go off of. Like, i like, I'm sure someone's probably tried to do it, but it's like. You imagine like... A very like hallucinatory version of something like Bonnie and Clyde that'd be cool like where it's just like them like going through hell because mm-hmm. like, <laughs> again going back like and listening to that story I'm like god damn they, they it's like they, of course they weren't good people but fuck <laughs> I, uh, I have a movie called Bonnie and Clyde versus Dracula you do yeah that's Trent Hogg and Tiffany Shep in it have you watched it yeah ah. I remember being good but that was a long time ago yeah you know your taste changes as you get older it's true very true um I'm trying to think of some more stories. Come on, brain. Children of God. Oh, God. Make it about a uh, Davidito. Oh, oh. Well, I think you just won. Mm. Do a a movie about Davidito. I even have the name for it. What's that? His name was Ricky. His name was Ricky. Um, Or, like, I was going to say the story of Ricky. That's a different movie. Story of Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> punch a hole through a man's chest. Where's that pedophile bastard? <laughs> Where's that pedophile bastard? And we'll punch his guts out. <laughs> we'll send his guts through his ass. <laughs> was, I don't know why I became stone cold. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <All> Mario. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Let me tell you something. I don't care much for pedophiles. What? Wait. I said I don't care much for pedophiles. What? <laughs> you dry touch kids. I'm going to stop a mud hole in your ass. And walk it dry. And that's the bottom line. That's stone toads co- <laughs> Stone toad. Stone That's <laughs> <Who said> so... <laughs> well... <laughs> On that note, thank you, Spooky Sailor, yeah, for the question, you. as always. <laughs> Next up is... The real round One. Round One. Round One. Let me have a guest appearance here Uh-oh. in a second. There she comes. Here she comes. She begging for treats. Hello, sirs. This October, I'm going to partake in Horror Gives Back, a group Ooh. fundraising challenge where oh, you no. donate a dollar or two for every horror movie you watch at the end of the month to charity. Each day has a criteria, but I wanted to take it a step further, but also requires that every day I watch something I own, but mm. have never seen. Okay. It's going to be difficult. <laughs> That's very honorable of you too. Yes, going to get through some ha- bunch of heavy hitter films that uh this way and for a good talk cause. So all this is to ask: Have you ever participated in a film watching challenge, or maybe just tried to watch everything on a list? As oh my god, I'm using big words on me right? one. Emba. Embooger. Embooger cheeseburger. <laughs> What is that word? (laughs) Embexercise? Embexercise? And broadening your horizon. (laughs) Ah. How did it go, and how did you feel about setting rules in your own viewing habits to shake things up? I have. I've done, like, the 31 days of Halloween. where Each day you get a a prompt that you have to follow to select the movie for the day. Yeah. And it it can be fun, but I do find it to be kind (laughs) of limiting, though. We've actually been doing something that um, doesn't necessarily just not just for the halloween season we, uh, we make a literal uh stack. Yeah. Of stuff that we want to watch. hmm So we'll be we like, like, okay, that looks cool. Usually, we, we goof around, choose delegates. <laughs> yeah. That are cursed as fuck. Usually. Yeah. Usually. I mean, like the the I'm gonna blow delegate chooses <laughs> blah blah blah. It's all based on the uh, race draft from the Chappelle show. Oh uh, yeah. It was like the black delegate chooses <laughs> Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> That's, there's one. They, there's one that some someone chooses that's fucking goofy and shit. I, I can't it? remember. I have to think about it. <laughs> Wasn't it like it's like the white delegate chooses OJ Simpson? It's something like that. Yeah, it's really good. It's such a good skit. Uh, anyway, but yeah, we yeah you make like a, a literal like a, a stack of shit you want to see and just go through it one by one. Mm. That's a good way of, of you know us watching shit. Yeah. It right. helps us get through a bunch of shit. Or, you know, just compile a list with numbers and roll it. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty easy, too. Yeah. But as far as, like, doing prompts and stuff like that, it can be really fun. Yeah. Like, I, I've done it a couple years in Halloween or in October or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. And um, it's fun. But like I said, it does, it does limit you. And you always get that one prompt. You're like, I don't really want to watch anything from this. Yeah. You know, it's like today's... Uh, the late 90s slasher And you're like Fuck me Yeah it's like Fuck <laughs> Like I don't want to do this it's like you couldn't just chose A late 90s horror movie Yeah But it also can be A really cool way To rewatch some shit You haven't seen Or uh, some new shit You haven't seen in a long time Yeah um, That's pretty much how I watched Ginger Snaps For the first time mm-hmm. And I it's like you Choose a werewolf movie Yeah And he chose <clears throat> work Ginger Snaps Yeah And I was like Oh fuck yeah This movie This movie fucks Yeah That's a really cool thing You're doing Rowan That's sick Yeah it's Absolutely Fucking awesome Yep Next up is Shrimp Doll. Shrimp Doll. Shrimp Doll. Shrimp Simple doll. question: Favorite foreign non-horror film? Favorite? Ooh, okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. This might be a cop-out answer, but it's it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Old oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah. I mean, some people would say it's horror adjacent. It is horror least. adjacent. It's genre. Yeah, it's genre, but it's not horror itself. Yeah. Um, I will go with. Hmm. Hmm. John Hughes is a horror movie <laughs> <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Jen- <laughs> It's not even foreign <laughs> Foreign and It's not, not foreign and horror <laughs> Oh shit I don't know It's really hard Yeah There's a lot of good shit Of course though I will go with uh, Takashi Miike's Dead or Alive 2 Hmm Interesting choice. Very good Mary. Um I will also throw a shout out to something that's definitely horror adjacent again, but uh, definitely it's definitely horrifying. But it's also foreign and not technically horror. But writhing tongue, writhing tongue, Riding tongue. It's it's tongue. Horrifying. Oh yeah, it's horrifying. Like you'll, you'll want to get a tennis shot. I'll also shout out. Say. I mean, it probably should be my answer, but uh, Seven Samurai. Oh well. So <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I still need to watch it because I'm on I'm an culture swan, but <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So thank you, Shrimp Doll. Yes, thank Shrimp Doll, Shrimp Doll. Born in the little, whoa, the little Shrimp Doll, Shrimp Doll. Oh yeah. I don't know why I wonder their name is Cat Dog. I don't know. <laughs> Gad <laughs> dog, gad dog. It <laughs> just kind of kind of has that same like. Next up is Space Ghost Andy. What's up, Andy? Andy, <laughs> Andy's here. <laughs> Fall over, <of> Dad's. <laughs> go to Disneyland. It's Andy's coming, <laughs> Andy. <laughs> Andy's coming. What's your favorite Mystery Science Three Three Thousand episode? Oh my God, it's so tough. That's so tough. Mine would be either Zat or Pod People because they both have creatures whose mouths look like prolapsed anuses. <laughs> gross. <laughs> very gross. John just got very triggered by you saying that. I don't like prolapsed anuses. Nope. <laughs> Favorite Mystery Science Theater 3000. Fuck, oh, that's really hard. Oh, wait, I can't remember the name of the movie top of my head. But it's like, oh, milk. <laughs> <What> <laughs> is, is that, that the one? giant spider evasion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the reboot was really good, too. It was really with Mac good. And Mac and me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a fucking great one. Actually. That was an old-timer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe <laughs> That might be my favorite one, too. I just think of that one. Oh, milk. Oh, <laughs> milk. Just the cow. like, yeah. <laughs> God, it was, it was so good. But so they also did, was it was, you can correct me if I'm wrong, they also did riff tracks too, right? Riff tracks, yeah. yeah. Which they did a lot of stuff for that too. I watched a lot mm-hmm. of Mystery Side through 1000 back in the day, but it's not like I can like sit here and like name, name episodes. Yeah. I always liked it when they did like the little like, like PSA style movie before the movie. Oh yeah. Those were always really fun. Um, Fuck Yeah, I don't know. That's probably my favorite though. More I think about it, I'm like, I just can't think of one I like better oh, than that. That, one. Yeah, that joke is so fucking Oh good. milk <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny, but fuck. Yeah. Uh, last and certainly not least, uh la fuck. I'm gonna fucking kill this. Here we go, butcher it. Right out there, you see the mat. Uh Layla or six? I think so. Alright. They just ask Mariandora question mark? God damn it. <laughs> Which I'm assuming is a joke. <laughs> uh f- <'Cause> fuck <laughs> Fuck Mariandora. <that>. Fuck <laughs> Mariandora. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> No. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on that rant. Right. <laughs> um there's, there's, a, another, there's question. another question. Yeah, yeah, I was getting to it. Yeah. Also, what would you consider to be the gnarliest true crime case you've heard of that was or was not made into a film? I would nominate the Toolbox Murders. Oh, has nothing to do with the film of the same name. Yeah, um, the the, um, the a lot of like documents and stuff from the Toolbox Murders got released pretty recently. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that one's up there. Like. The um the, the audio itself hasn't been like, po- like you know posted anywhere. It will never be posted, but like transcripts of it have been posted, and it's fucking horrible. Uh, one of the same vein that I'll throw out there is the Toy Box. Murders, yeah, yeah. Which was going to be a movie. I actually bought a shirt that was like, the money went to them help fund the movie. Yeah, it never got made. But yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Wesley Allen Dodds one I always go to. Mm. He literally, literally wanted to, wanted to, and try to, uh, dommer, dommerfy children. Yeah, that's pretty bad. What about was it Mr. Grimm? Oh, you talking about uh, what's his name? The guy in like the, the, he knew he wasn't caught, but the guy in this like ski mask. Yeah. What was his Mr. Cru, is it Mr. Cruel? Mr. Cruel. Yeah. That Mr. One's, Grimm's a wrestler, I think. Yeah, Mr. Grimm's a really good wrestler. Really good wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah that one's really, really fucking bad. Yeah. Of course the Golden State Killer. Golden State Killer is fucking horrible. Of course. I mean these are all horrible. The phone but, calls and shit there's nightmare fuel. Yeah. From uh the Golden State Killer. Uh there was something I was listening to recently that uh, was one of the worst things I've ever fucking heard in my life. <laughs> um It was I can't remember the like anyone's names involved. And like it's almost been like uh it's become almost urban legend, mm. right? Because like it's so bad that like people are like, "Oh, this is, this is not real," right? Yeah. But it one hundred percent real. There's photos online. Do not look them up. But essentially, this uh, this kid and uh, the teenager were playing this game together, and um, they got to a fight over. In-game currency, yeah. And the the teen showed up to the to the kid's house, raped him like multiple times, cut him in half, and all kinds of horrible shit. It's one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. You got killed for e-commerce. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bad way to go. Got Killed for in-game currency of a game, <laughs> loot boxes. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. There's, there's, there's some horrible fucking shit you can google late at night I guess but uh, thank you Laylor 6 for the question the grim yeah. question the per- on. god damn <laughs> uh, hopefully we didn't pronounce your name too badly yeah you can correct us if. <laughs> and uh, thank each and every single one of you for that nice boisterous chock full uh, edition of the listener questions yes hopefully we were not the most long winded people ever I think we did it pretty good this time I think we're pretty okay. concise on this one pretty good I think we got some good. good questions in some good answers hmm some funny bits, you know. Some weird. funny bits. started like breaking it down, like post show. Like, yeah, I think that <laughs> yeah. one worked really well, you know. <laughs> also, like going back to the question real fast. Of course, we talked about it early on in the year. West Memphis 3. West Memphis 3. <laughs> fucking horrible. Children of God. Oh, God damn. All right, we're done. <laughs> yeah, move on, move on, uh, on. If you want to join these lovely people, you can do so. It's very simple. Just send an email to sickoncinema at gmail.com or wait to the week of the episode. We are bi-weekly podcast. And on yes. Instagram, that's pretty much our only social media. We do have a threads, but Matt don't do shit. F- keep forgetting to fucking post <laughs> all that. <laughs> on Instagram, we'll post a lovely image of some dancing skeletons, and you can ask a question in the comment section Be Hello. And when we get back from this uh, little break we're about to do. As you can see, as you can uh, hear anyway. Oh, I can see sorry, you can, guys. <laughs> Lord. Sorry, sorry, boys. You didn't see you all didn't Morning. see anything. <laughs> they quit anymore. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> John's water bottle is empty. It is empty. I do need a topper of that. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, we'll be back after this break. Yeah. Talk some sleaze. Talk some sleazy. Some nastiness. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who gets off of this (laughs) shit. That's a good question. But we'll be right back here on Sick
0: on Cinema. Walk through this door and enter a nightmare of supernatural horror. Seven doors of death. Evil's fatal omen. Who else is here? nobody here. I can feel a presence. Somebody else is in here. Seven doors of death. Kim Hankel, author of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, calls it terrifying, unique, surreal, one of the best horror films I've ever seen. Mom! Mommy? Arthur? On a gloomy, rain-swept night, a ferocious battle is being fought between two girls and a vicious, deranged fiend on a murderous rampage. Paralyzed with fear and on the verge of hysteria, they try to escape its chillingly, merciless savagery. They know it's there, behind these doors, the Seven Doors of Death. These doors conceal a hideous poltergeist waiting to unleash its sinister revenge. Now look, Emily, I've lived in New York all my life and if there's one thing I've learned not to believe in, it's ghosts. Seven doors of death. Your blood will run cold as the icy fingers of death tighten their stranglehold.
2: <laughs> Crazy.
0: (laughs) Good boy. Good boy, Dickie. You made them go away has run out. Death is erupting. Violent, berserk, untamed. Can anyone survive? Enter, if you dare, and see seven doors of death. Terrifying, unique, one of the best horror films I've ever seen. Kim Henkel, author of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, filled with unrelenting excitement, a truly original haunted house thriller. Tobe Hooper, director of Poltergeist, Seven doors of death, it will scare the hell out of you. Rated R under 17, not admitted without parent.
1: Someday, love will find you. Break those chains that bind you. I don't know why we started out with Journey, but there you go. Uh, because we're thinking about Matt Tremont, absolute fucking wrestling legend, the goat, <laughs> the goat. The deathmatch goat talk. I gotta open up my bottle real quick, hang on. Oh, okay. Um, we're talking Nikatsu films today. If you all did not know that by clicking on the episode, or <laughs> it probably is the title of the episode. So, <laughs> Nikatsu Roman Porno Two Two. Are we gonna call it Roman Porno? We can call it Nikatsu Two because probably Nikatsu Two. Yeah, I'm afraid about putting Roman Porno. <laughs> I didn't put two on the poster, but maybe yeah, right. <laughs> So yeah, we talked about the history of Nikatsu a little yeah. bit. You know, we're not experts on it by any stretch of the imagination. It's no. something I'm just recently starting to really get into. Yeah, it, um, it and Pinku films in general, which you know, there is a difference between Pinku and Nikatsu, and a lot of times I think it has to do with budget. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, there's like three different like types of things that were going on and kind of around the same time, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you have Nikatsu Roman Pornos, yep. P- Pink films, Pinkos, yep. And which also is it pinky gay is what they call it uh, was it pinku iga yeah or iga something like that something like that and of course pinky violence pinky violence Which pinky is violence a is lot completely different. different yeah it's not it's got a lot of like sexual stuff in it but it's not usually porn. it's like really like good looking girls in like delinquent situations <laughs> yeah girl like girl boss fights you know yeah it's like you like or yeah. the most famous of them female prisoner scorpion yeah where it's less uh... Less of a like, oh, you know, you know, se- you know, these or girls sex. You know, having sex. It's more of, they're usually, you know, catfights. Yeah, catfights. Maybe scantily clad. Yeah, yeah. But you know, n- nothing insane. Whereas. The the number one of those is probably um Megokaji. Miko Kaji, yeah. yeah. And then with um Roman pornos, it's pretty much what it entails. It's it's kind of like softcore porn until the AV stuff. Sometimes up. they're not even porn. No. They're just erotica. Yeah. You know, cuz I don't think I think just like the term softcore porn gets thrown around thrown around a lot, but I feel like the uh, softcore porn is a specific ki- of porn Yeah Where uh, ro- Like the Nakatsui Roman porno films A lot of times Are just Like they're just erotica Skin flicks, Yeah Like you wouldn't call Caligula a softcore porn I mean I feel like Some people would But Yeah but I don't feel like That's the case So, so No I don't know Which uh, Speaking of Caligula Might be something That happens in the future That's true Ooh mm. <laughs> Anyways Let's get into this. Yes. So we're gonna start 1977. Yes. Directed by. Who? Here we go. Let's see if we can do it. Let's go. Koretsugu Koretsugu Kurahara. Nailed it. Killed it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Do, do, do you do you want me to try to read it or? I mean, you can. If you want okay. to? Okay. Uh, it's let's see here. Koretsugu Kurahara, maybe. I think it's exactly what I said. What? Wait, you broke it down though. I did. Well yeah. That's how always when I'm like doing Japanese names, how I try to do it that day is because we got roasted by the boys, yeah, about our pronunciation of Japanese names. So now I try to break it down. We're like Tuskamoto yeah. or something Instead like that. Tsukimoto Yeah. Sukamoto. Yamanushi. Yamanushi. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you yeah. all, by the way. No, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker. We're from the south. We yeah. barely know how to speak English. We? <laughs> you think we were taught good English? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is Sexual Assault at a Hotel, aka Rape at a Hotel. <laughs> aka Rape Me, Sexual Assault at a hotel. hotel. Yep. It's got like three titles. That's one thing you'll always learn about these Nikatsu films. They have so many titles. <laughs> it depends on what like district they were in, depending on what it was called. Yeah. And a lot of times, too, like the uh, Impulse releases of these, if you have them. Yeah if rape is in the title they're gonna go under a different name yeah yes because of uh, selling on stuff like Amazon yeah and you shit. can't sell shit on Amazon that says rape on it <laughs> yeah sometimes they've, they've not been able to get by with that even yeah sometimes mm-hmm. yeah like Lolita Vibrator torture yeah you're not selling that in fucking like <laughs> most most places yeah so this one's a little it's a little hard to talk about what the plot of this movie is like we are yeah. talking about this off air so it's like essentially <clears throat> damn I'm not? sorry guys very burpy I'm like, I'm like, Rick and Morty. <laughs> I'm going to quit Morty. <laughs> I'm Morty. let me go, Morty. Mm-hmm. They let me go, Morty. They didn't have enough evidence, Morty. They didn't give me my job back at Morty. Oh. Oh. do <laughs> swim said fuck you. Oh, Morty. <laughs> 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 they took my name property, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So, Ryoko is off on excursion mm. to go and have a class under this professor. Yeah. She meets up with her old friend, Rumiko. hmm who? Uh, they are very different people. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I would say Rumiko is very um, shy, reserved. Ryuko. Ryuko is yeah. more uh, shy and reserved. Yes. Whereas uh, she's pretty much the counterpart to that. Yeah. Rumiko is very uh, promiscuous, very free, very open. She uh, works as a bartender. Yeah. And um, that's how they kind of like meet up with each other again. Yeah. And uh, essentially we just follow these two as they kind of go on these adventures and how they react to each other's uh, lifestyles. Yeah. Um, Rumiko is very frustrated with Ryoko for not opening up more and being out there. Yeah. And uh, all of that kind of leads up to a moment where the namesake of the film does happen. <laughs> yeah. And from there things get very dark and very bleak. <laughs> it's not much of a spoiler since it's literally the cover of the DVD. The sexual assault yeah, at a hotel. The, yeah, <laughs> it's literally the name and the cover. The a sexual assault occurs at a hotel. Mm, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a little, this movie's uh the best way to describe it. I would say is melancholic. It is depressing. There is a that's the thing that's so interesting about this film is because like you really you have to think about it. It's like you know this is erotica yeah Right. so it's not necessarily that it's like it wasn't necessarily designed for you to go in the theater and jerk off in the theater because that's technically illegal well I mean I've heard stories yeah I mean I'm sure it does ha- it did happen you know yeah. I mean? guaranteed oh, it did yeah. happen probably still does but oh, yeah. <laughs> you know it was designed to be an erotic film yeah to turn people on yeah I'd say they failed miserably at that, right? But it's it's so sad. Yeah, like... Like, there's uh, this tone of sadness that just, like, looms over the entire film. Almost as soon as you start the fucking yeah. thing. It's like, okay. Like, it starts with, like... I thought it was a rape. It's not a rape. <laughs> yeah. But it's Rumiko uh, having sex with her lover yeah. who refuses to, like leave his wife to be with her even though she loves him Mm -hmm. and like they have this like conversation afterwards and it's like from that moment forward you kind of that sets the tone of the film Mm -hmm. where it's the longing and desire and a lot of it's about like you know like Ryoko like seeing Rumiko like her freedom and like wanting that a little bit like it can be interpreted so many ways but I took it as like she kind of wants that lifestyle in a way and the thing is the two have a sexual encounter with each other too very early on Very early on, so there's also the aspect of, you know... Maybe the wanting of a relationship there, or at least wanting her to be open to that kind of idea. Yeah, and there's a whole lot of thing too about like the movie like plays a lot of like lost love or longing for someone. Yes, where Rumiko wants to be with this, uh, I think his name's Antonio or Hondo or something like that. <laughs> Antonio Honda. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> not Big Bomb D- Bundy. Big D- <laughs> Bomb <laughs> <Punk> Bundy looking <laughs> like gonna fall in the ring and re- retire. Maybe that's love what he's Antonio doing. Honda. Love He's him. so good. Love DDT anyway but no I think his name like, I think it's like Hondo or something like that I did not write down names i terrible I but, didn't write uh, down either I just kind of memorized them but I, I'm impressive <laughs> um, but like you know Rumiko really wants to be with him yeah you know she clearly loves him yes and lets that be known that like you know she's like in love with him but can't be with him yeah Yoko also has something very similar to that. Yes. That kind of unfolds like the story of that as the movie goes along. We get little mm-hmm. hints of it. It's clearly it's some kind of like pole vaulter, athletic guy who she's, you know, romantically interested in. This film, as you have heard us talk about, is very sad, very depressing. So you should know that's something terrible. But you then you aren't prepared yeah. for where the movie takes that subplot. <laughs> yeah. It takes it about as far as you can really go like I don't want to spoil it because I do think this is actually a really good movie that you should go watch Put my phone was on fucking silent <laughs> you up here interrupting the podcast god damn it anyway Jesus anyways what <laughs> <laughs> the fuck but like <laughs> what are we talking about the, the, about the movie <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> What are we talking about? <laughs> I mean, Specifically, but I got it. I was saying, like I don't want to spoil it because I want people to... Uh, experience it. Experience it and watch it because I do think it's actually a really good movie. I, I, will, I will say, like I do feel like there's definitely people who listen to this or who are like, I want you all to talk about it because I don't really wanna want to watch, watch it. it. But at the same time, it, it's like... <sighs> It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a very good movie. It's it's not what you expect. Like a movie called t- called a sexual assault at a hotel. You expect it to just be a rape fest, like Arrow School or something like that. Yeah, and it's not. The thing is, like that's what's so interesting about these about these movies, man. Like they have these fucking like horrible titles. Where mm-hmm, it's like, yeah, it's like rape thirteenth hour. We keep bringing that one up because that's the one's just fucked. <laughs> it's just like it's in your face. Woman in a box, virgin sacrifice. Yeah, it's always colon something. Yeah, and it's something horrible. <laughs> Wicked fingers. <laughs> Sticky fingers is that one, too. St- what if it was stinky fingers? Stinky fingers. Mm-hmm. Oh, stinky. <laughs> Little stinkers. He's all stinkers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyway, but, but the movie. What are we talking about? What st- about <laughs> 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 again? Oh. Um. <laughs> Fuck, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but the movies themselves are fucking really good. Yeah, they're like super well made. Like you yeah. can clearly tell that like the guys behind the camera, they know what the fuck they're doing. Oh yeah, like they're good directors, and a lot of them would go on to have very successful careers outside of Nikatsu. Yeah, it's like the guy, the guy who does uh, the guy who did Sex Hunter and went on to do Evil Dead Trap, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ikeda. Yeah, which is fucking crazy. He's a great filmmaker, you know. And a lot of these guys did go on to do all kinds of stuff, but some of them did stay true. There's people who who started in the Roman porno section of Nakatsu. Yeah. Who would go on to win Oscars. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, well, it's like, I'm pretty sure, like, again, I think it's I think it's Pinku. I don't think it's Nakatsu. But either, either way, I'd have to look. Love Hunt, uh, not Love, Fuck, Love Hotel. I'm pretty sure the director of that literally would, did go on to win an was Oscar. Was Mishiji is that his name? Uh, I, th- I think he's got the so. iPhone Club, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He he literally went on to win an Oscar. Yeah, like, which is of, fucking insane. All these guys were very talented filmmakers, and like these studios kind of had like a group of guys, much like the Shaw Brothers, studios, yeah. who had these like these talented dudes under their banner who mm-hmm. would just go out and fucking you know they give them here's what we want, here's what we need, go do it, and they would just go out there and do it yeah and like w- like early on in the like question part of this like we're talking about wave yeah right where like wave like they're kind of like we had to incorporate this into it yeah it feels like that was kind of the way again I, I cannot verify this of course but, yeah I mean I don't know how the Nakatsu studio worked I'm assuming it was pretty similar but like from what I understand about like Sato and those guys yeah um, you know, the four devils of Pinku. Yeah. A lot of times these like Pinku studios or sometimes even the pink theaters themselves Mm -hmm. would be like, all right, we want a movie that incorporates horse play. Yeah. We want a movie that has rape on a train. You know, we want, we want fucking piss or something like that. And these guys would have free reign to go create, Something, something, and with that fetish in it. Yeah, and they were able to have like free range mm. of what they wanted to do as long as they had that. I mean, it's clear with it. like Sato. Yeah, Sato, like he went far beyond the Call of Duty when it came to like the his films. Shit. Like they all feel like they take place in the same universe. They really <laughs> do. They take place in the same universe that is fucking bleak. Yeah, the only one that does not fit in there is definitely the one he's most known for, though. Yeah, spider and Blood. The thing about this movie too, like to go back to Sexual Assault at yes. a Hotel and not just talk about this as a broad genre, yeah, um, is like I don't think I've ever would have described until this movie a rape scene as being sad. Yeah, usually it's visceral and fucking horrible. Yeah, I yeah it's 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 not very often that you're able to be like yeah that's just sad. It's really fucking sad. Yeah, and like you care for these two. Yeah. You know, like, that was something I thought was interesting too because I felt like when the movie started, I thought Rumiko was going to be like kind of the villain of the movie. Yeah. Like something like Sex Hunter, like we'll mm-hmm. see coming up. Yeah. Um, but it's not, you know, they're, they're, the is very complicated and complex yeah. and like it really plays out in a kind of realistic way, you know, where it's like, you know, as someone who's like very shy and reserved versus someone who's very out there and open. Mm-hmm. Like it plays just like that as much as it does with their sexuality. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's a very interesting film in general. Cause it does play a lot with sexuality in general. Yeah. Right. Where it's like finding your own sexual awakening in a way. Yeah. And like, there's even like, we talked about it earlier with, you know, the, our two characters having a sexual encounter with each other. Mm-hmm. And like, it kind of like, like, very like, uh, subdued. It almost feels like it has a bit of like, it's like oh well we can't really do that because of restrictions. Yeah, and it, it, the, the, that relationship too plays out too, where it's like for Rumiko it was just another sexual experience. Yeah, you know she loves Ryuko, but not in like that way. Yeah, it was where just, it, you do get the feeling that Ryoko loves her. Yes, in a very serious way. Yeah, because she clearly gets very jealous anytime Rumiko does anything sexual. Yes, with anyone else. And, yeah, it's like um, R- Rumiko is wanting her to ex- broad her sexual horizons, whereas Reiko just wants her. Yeah. But she's also in love with this guy mm-hmm. that, well... And it also plays out, too, where there's a lot of the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of, like, you know, little moments in the film where it's like you get the feeling that she does want to be like Rumiko. Yeah. Or not be like, but, like, to push her boundaries in sexuality. Yeah. Like, there's an interesting scene in a bar where they meet this piece of shit. Oh, my God. Who, um... comes on to her. And there's a moment where he's basically talking about, like... I think I remember, I remember the quote. It's like, it's like, oh, you know, these are sleeping pills. This is the pill. Take both and you'll be fine. Yeah, or we'll we'll both be fine. We'll both be fine. Which is fucking horrific. That is a gnarly fucking line. It's gross. It's very gross, and that's the thing about this movie too. Where it's like not all the men, which is another surprising thing in an Akatsu film. Yeah, but a lot of the men are like. Bastards. Yeah. Bastards. Bastards. <laughs> Fucking shout out to <laughs> <laughs> a little bit Cop Dog a Man. Great movie. Bastards. bastard. <laughs> but um, <laughs> at first when he says that yeah there's a moment where you can tell that like she's thinking about it yeah she thinks like about well it. this could be a way that I could lose my virginity without having to like <sighs> you know worry about the pain or the shame right so fucking but bad. then he starts groping her and then she's like get the fuck off me yeah <laughs> but there's definitely a moment where she's thinking about it mm. which is very interesting like you know you could easily take that service level so like that's just Nakatsu being Nakatsu but I think there's more to it than just that where it's just like I think there's a lot to this movie that yeah oh, yeah goes outside of like oh you You know, it's just, you know, them trying to be sleazy. Yeah. Now, I think this movie has a very strong yet complicated message. Yeah, this movie's deep. Yeah, I think this movie also has a lot to do with, you know, Japan's, you know, nature towards sexuality in general. Yeah, the suppression of sexuality and stuff like that for sure. Definitely does. Which is our fault yeah because <laughs> so, you know yeah, and, it, and it's a good metaphor too like it, I don't think it meant to be of like what happened when Japan did break free <laughs> sexually yeah. and like how it kind of went overboard in some aspects <laughs> I'd say, at least in the porn industry they went overboard yeah yeah like you know the ending of this movie kind of plays that way a little bit it does like, I don't think it meant to do that but it definitely yeah. can be seen like that you know? oh yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think this movie, like, the more I think about this movie, too, the more it grows on me. Yeah, it's not what you expect at all. Like I said, like, you expect it to be something like Aero School or yeah. White Rose Campus, and it's nothing like that. No. There's one singular, well, there's two rapes, yeah. technically. Two, two, yeah. But, like, the Sexual Assault Hotel, there's one. It doesn't last that long. No. Um, but as you described earlier, it's very sad. It's very, it's hard, it's hard to watch. It is. It's very, very bleak. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the end scene, which we, again we won't spoil. Yeah. Well, the whole everything after. Yeah. The rape is horrible, <laughs> God, and sad, yeah. and depressing, and just continues to get worse as the film goes along. Yeah. Where it's like they basically lose their way, as people. Yeah, as people, as friends, mm-hmm. as acquaintances, even yeah. their ideals of what life should be. <laughs> Like, it almost feels like they, like, almost feels like, no, they, they, it's like they grow to hate each other. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Like, what started as a friendly, like, relationship that, that maybe we went too far for, you know, both of them, because it's like, oh, you know, we can't be with each other, so we're just going to act like that didn't happen, b- but, you know, one of them's like, I, you know, I like that. Yeah. Another the other one's like, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm a flirt. Yeah, for sure and it's like for Sorry. true I was just looking at my notes and one oh of my no. notes just says Onita with a question mark it was a guy movie? Who, yeah it was a guy who kind of looked like <laughs> think you know, Onita is in a fucking Miki movie but yeah um which I need to find subs for but any, it, anyway but it, it definitely feels like um yeah the, just the r- repressed sexual nature of Japan has a lot to, to, to do with, this with movie. the yeah. characters themselves and the movie itself for sure yeah for sure yeah like again it's one of those things where the more I think about it the more I like it I will say this is a movie that I think is great of course I think it's great Mm -hmm. but I also hate it for the way it makes me feel. <laughs> yeah, it's very depressing. It's, it, it, it's, depress- it's uh, depressing erotica. Who, who's into this? <laughs> yeah, well, it's like where well, the other two, and we'll get into them, of course, yeah. more, are very visceral and mean and yes. nasty and like, holy shit. This one is quieter and more quaint and more just, like I said, melancholic. Yeah. Yeah. Up until the end. The last, I would say, 15 minutes of this movie, pretty fucking rough. (laughs) Yeah, it gets... Oh, boy. Yeah, it definitely starts going into territories where you're just like... Okay. Wow. Like, in my notes, like I was looking at my notes where I was just like, damn, the tunnel shift is insane. Yeah. (laughs) I was just sitting there like, fuck me. And the thing is, like I watched this uh, yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, that shows how shitty of prep we are. (laughs) But... And I was like, I have to watch Woman in a Box after this, knowing what's in Woman in a Box and knowing what it is. Sorry, but I think I'm going to pass for right now. I think I'll, I think I'll watch Woman in a Box later. Yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and shout this out now. Yeah, because she's both in this and uh, Sex Hunter. Okay. Uh, Arena Mi- Miyai Miyai Miyai, uh, who plays Rumiko, she's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Very like, good. she's in quite a few Pinko films. Or not pinku films. Well, she's in this Pinko stuff, too. Yeah. Nakatsu Roman porno stuff. It's one of those things where it's like, all Nakatsu Roman pornos are Pinkus, but not all Pinkus are Nakatsu Roman pornos kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's complicated. But, like, she's in a lot of Roman pornos, and she's always fantastic. Yeah. But I thought this was, like, one of her shining roles, where she really, like, shined in this film. Yeah, she shines through in a way that's, uh... It, 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 like, I, again, I can't... You know, speak for you know her career because I I know what I've seen. It almost feels like this was kind of like a star making performance. I would have saw that way for sure. She did, she did she's fucking fantastic. I mean, so it was Ryoko too. Oh yeah, but I don't know. There's something about her because she's in Sex Hunter too, and she's really good in Sex Hunter yeah. as well. Again, kind of playing a very complicated character. Mm-hmm. But at first, you're just like, oh, well, we'll get into it. But <laughs> yeah, Sex with Auto Hotel for a movie with that kind of title, you wouldn't expect to be as good as it is, but it is yeah uh again the more i think about it again we don't do ratings on the show of course if you know if you're your first time listener yeah um but like I, I like if i was to rate it which I, I did on letterboxd but i'd be sitting like a four four and a half on this yeah it's really good it's fucking great it's really good <laughs> um which i will say like i think it's very interesting it was completely not on purpose by the way we literally chose these on name alone name alone Except for one. Except for one. I bet we both... <laughs> yeah. We chose one because yeah. of what it is. Yeah. Because it is the nastiest. I think this one... I think it shows the evolution, or even... Someone would say de evolution of Roman porno, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like sexual assault at a hotel, though visceral and, you know, you know, mean-spirited and fucked up... Yeah. ...is, you know, pretty reserved in some aspects... Whereas Sex Hunter Mm. starts getting a little more out there, definitely, especially with like what they show, Mm -hmm. and Wonder Box just goes there. Yeah, Wonder Box is a straight porn, which we'll get there. Yeah, but next up, next up. From from, uh, Toshiharu Ikeda, which if you don't know that name, you should, because he directed one of the best Japanese horror films of all time, Evil Dead Trap. Absolutely. (laughs) Which we did an episode on that. Go listen to it. Yes. And Evil Dead Trap 3. Yes, which is pretty damn good itself. Pretty damn good as well. And I want to see more of his stuff, too. I want to see Mermaid Legend in particular. Yeah. that's seems yeah. Which we have a theory that someone may be putting out Mermaid Legend. And as well as some... Other toddles, yeah. Look at the Third window. We're freaking your asses out. <laughs> we, we we got you figured out like fucking Charlie and uh, always sunny. Yeah, we, we've we've got the fucking yarn and everything. <laughs> we also think you may be putting out psychic vision jug. All right, and accidentally spoiled that. Yeah, you accidentally spoiled that, you fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're probably completely wrong. It never happens. Yeah, you probably just <laughs> to, you probably accidentally chose. We have no or... inside. We have no insider God, fucking fuck information no. at all. But fuck like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like. Like occasionally Someone might tell us Like a little bit of something Yeah but we would never say But like we also Don't really want that We want it to be a surprise Yeah for sure We love that shit Yeah that's for big true Big true Big true indeed But anyways anyways, This is from 1980 Yeah And this is Sex Hunter A.k.a. Sex Hunter 1980 Misleading title very misleading. There's title. no hunting of sex in this at all. No, this is essentially <laughs> the Roman porno version of Suspiria. It really is. So, uh, Meeky, yeah, or Meeky, I can't remember how to pronounce it. Miki. Is, I think let me let me let me make sure on this one that I'm do not. Do, 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 do. Do, do, what the do, fuck do, are you do, doing? Spongebob. Oh, what is that? It's like the beach theme. Oh. I don't know why I thought about that, but it, I did. Stepping on a beach. <laughs> Stepping on a beach. <laughs> People are like, all right, y- y'all, you're having me in the first half. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Miki. <laughs> I was right. Yeah. Uh, she is a young, aspiring ballet dancer. Uh, she performs Swan Lake at the beginning of the film. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when she goes backstage, she handed a massive bouquet of flowers. Yeah. By someone named Aki. Yes. Uh, there's also something else that's going on. Uh, pretty soon after this. What? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right after like it's soon after she's given like the the flowers and stuff what she sees. <laughs> I don't know if I remember this. What is it? There's a fucking whole ass orgy. Is there? Yeah. I must be taking notes when that happened. <laughs> you told me about this. No, that's much later on. Is that much later on? Oh yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. You I got y'all s- fucked up. I could've sworn. I was I like, like no, I missed something? Did I have did I have a stroke? Did I get abducted during this part? I can swear it's like within minutes in. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Okay, so, yeah. You got sorry, the guard. sorry. So one day when she's walking home, she meets Aki. Yeah. Which is one of my few problems with the film, where it seems at first she doesn't know who she is. Yeah. But then later is supposed to be dating her boyfriend, or her husband, or no, her brother. Yeah. So that got me all kind of confused, but I don't know if that's just a me thing, or if that was a writing issue, but... It could also be a translation, translation thing, thing, too. Yeah. So anyways, uh, she t- uh, talks... <laughs> Uh, Aki Yeah and These names are confusing Talks Miki <laughs> Yeah <laughs> To come back to her uh, Ballet school I was, I was having a hard time With a uh, sexual assault At a hotel With the names Rumiko like, and Ryoko Yeah me Very too, similar yeah. too uh, She gets her to come back To her ballet school And wants to like Oh you come learn And come train with us Yeah And we'll put you As a leading role In my next big uh, ballet Because she is a Former ballet star Yes um, However Upon getting there she quickly learns that this ballet school is not all it is uh, believed to be. Yeah, there's a lot more to this ballet school than to, that meets the eye, and there's a lot more sinister reasonings for her bringing Aki or Amiki to this school. To to just get to like the, the 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 crux of it, the meat and taters of everything. Yeah, it's pretty much like human trafficking in a way. In a way, they drug her. Yeah, and they hold her captive in this uh, ballet school. Yeah and yeah from there atrocities take place yeah there's a lot of like just people like people in general getting fucking sexually abused yeah especially her oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she gets some of the worst shit I've ever seen like okay just just to just to get everyone on page here it's like we're, we're going to be talking about woman in a box shortly mm-hmm. which is straight up pretty much JV mm-hmm this is still one of these sleaziest goddamn things I've it's ever. It's pretty fucking in my life. nasty. I was noting that when I was watching it. It's fucking horrific. Because it's like they drug her. Yeah. But then the drug doesn't really take effect. Mm hmm. And she, like, she takes off running. And the way this is shot is so fucking good. Like, the camera's, like, following her. Very voyeuristic. Like, the yeah. camera's very handheld in this movie. Very, very much And it so. stops at the door, and the door's like a swinging door. Hmm. And it, like, swings, and we see that she's still standing there. Yeah. And she doesn't run all the way out. And the camera, like, follows her all the way through. And when it takes that corner, she sees that every other girl from the class is, like, fucking each other. Yeah. And the way that's done is so fucking good, and it sets the tone for what's yes. about to happen. I was like, damn, that was fucking great. Like, yeah. That shot was so damn good. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's fucking incredible. And it, like, shows what, you know, like, Akato would go on to do with fucking Evil Dead Trap. Yeah. You know, dude knows what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is funny because, like, I mean, you were telling me, like, he was not even, like, a big fan of, like, horror. No, yeah. he said he was not a horror fan at all. But, like, at the same time, like, it could be, like, a Gyro situation where he's just fucking taking the piss. <laughs> they did work together. They did. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, it may not be Woman in a Box, but they definitely had some. Like, one of them had something to do with that. I'm sure it's Gyra. hmm Which is like... The, the, they could be both just bullshit artists. For sure, for sure. Who had a fucking brilliant vision. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, this movie, like, once... Like, from that moment forward, like, the big reveal of the film comes a little later like when you kind of start seeing like what everything is like the pieces are starting to move is she's for some reason then goes to start just doing ballet yeah which I thought was kind of funny yeah <laughs> I'm like clearly this is not school I don't know what you're doing here uh, uh, I mean I guess it's like well I can't leave now I'm kind of <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna do ballet and Miki like comes and like starts like playing with her a little bit yeah and uh It's revealed that the mirror in the dance hall is a two-way mirror. Yeah. And, like, the lights click on so we see what's happening on. And it's the butler with a woman chained down who's, like, molesting her with a fucking dildo and, like, face-fucking her. Good God, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking, like, it's such a, like, fucking haunting fucking visual in a way. Because it's just, like... Like the, the lights switch on And then you, That's what you see mm-hmm. And it's like My god And that leads to uh, I don't think this is a spoiler No uh, the first rape Yeah <laughs> uh, The first of many Yeah yeah I don't think it's a spoiler To say that happens In this movie No But let me just get Because I wrote this line down Okay let's hear it Because I thought it was One of the absolute m- m- Fucking gnarliest grimmest lines in a movie I've ever heard. Let's hear it. Where he begins uh, raping her in front of the mirror Mm. and he says and I quote watch as you're robbed of your virginity. Yep. (laughs) I was like oh wow. Well it's like I was watching a movie today uh (laughs) <laughs> that had a very haunting line in it too. Not not for the episode of course, but mm. it was essentially it was like post it was like nuclear war movie and it had a fucking haunting line in it. Which has it's become a trend with the, with my viewing this week, apparently. Mm. It's just fucking horrific lines. Like, There's one in Woman a box too, we'll get to that. Oh yeah, there is. Um it's like fucking sexual assault at the hotel, the fucking the drug line. Mm-hmm. But the line in that was, um, <laughs> it was like military books are now extremely uh, expensive on the on the black market because of the uh, the hard covers and pages, and literature now has taken a much uh, much different meaning because mm-hmm. they're burning the books to stay warm. Right. That's a haunting line. Yeah. That right there is. That's a gut punch line. Yeah. When he said that, I was like. Huh? Yeah. Holy shit. It's like the line I just said is definitely like when it sets in, you're like, oh, fuck. That's mm. horrible. That's straight to the point. Fucking uppercut you in the stomach. Yeah. And it's like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, there's a whole part of this movie, too, that we haven't even touched upon where it's like Miki's boyfriend. Yeah. Went like moved to America. I think it was. Yeah. And hadn't contacted her for a year. Hmm and he is also there at the mansion because he's uh, Ike's uh brother. Yeah. And uh, he's in a wheelchair. Mhm. And the reason this is all happening is because of a relationship that is uh disgusting. Uh, so you need to know about that. Yeah. <laughs> and God. his involvement in the movie leads to I don't even want to spoil it though. God. <laughs> the funniest goddamn thing I've seen in a long time. Which Again, you wouldn't think funny when when we're talking about this movie. I mean, it's not funny and it's not meant to be funny. <laughs> no, but, but goddamn, is it funny? Especially like if you've got a dark sense of humor, yeah, you're gonna laugh your ass off at that scene. This movie is a movie of like key scenes. Yes, where it's like there's these moments. You know, the the watch as you're you know robbed of your virginity. Not. The the now infamous coke scene. Yeah, I'm not going to look at any Coke bottles the same way after that. <laughs> yeah. Coke is not meant to go where it goes. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> not supposed to be put there. No. Supposed to be drinking. The gang rape scene, or actually, I would say, I would say it's more of a gang bang scene. Yeah. Because at that point, you know, it's one of those movies where it's like, oh, they're breaking her will, basically. Yeah, they're trying to break her down yeah. into essentially being a slave yeah. for them. Yeah. A whore, if you will. <laughs> yeah, a whore. The turn into a whore. And a whore. The wheelchair <laughs> sex scene in the woods. And then the ending. Yeah. Which plays out just like Suspiria in a weird way. It does, yeah. Uh, it even has almost like a horror, like, crawling out the TV moment. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> that I thought was actually, like, I was noting that. I was like, oh, that's really fucking... Really good. Yeah, that was really well done. Yeah, yeah. Sex hunter's is a lot harder to talk about because, like, I, we don't like spoiling things. But there's a lot of moments, and there's a lot of big moments that, like, we would need to spoil. Yeah, something I want to say more so than the other two. Like, yeah, this movie like hinges on being surprised by these moments. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. It's very essential for your viewing to be surprised by them. Yeah. Um. It's like. I definitely had a great experience for the, this movie because it was like I knew nothing. I didn't either. Like not even like like when uh, we were talking to the, boys, the and boys, they had seen it, and they're like they, they wouldn't even say what was happening mm. or what happens in the movie they would just be like yeah there's a scene that has something involving this and then they would like laugh about it and i was like oh no the only thing i had <laughs> known about uh, the movie was mr parker's review on letterbox oh like, coke or pepsi yeah that's the only thing i knew about it and i was like what does that mean yeah what's that oh you find out oh you'll know yeah <laughs> it's bad but uh, yeah this is a grizzly gr- fucking vile movie very nasty movie very good. Very good. Yeah. But vile movie. The very nasty. <laughs> um, yeah. Like you said, it's generally one of the sleaziest things I've ever seen. In... And- like is it when, when you read the back of the di- the the case too? It's essentially like the, Nikatsu, pretty much toad Ikeda, to calm the fuck down. Yeah, don't don't do that next time. Yeah, don't go this hard. <laughs> Bring that down a little bit. You're yeah. at an eleven. We need you down about an eight. Yeah, we, we need you <laughs> at least at an eight, may, maybe even a six. And I was like, Shh, what? A, come on now. That's no, just, that's just hopping in the movie. Up. No, oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I could see that for sure. Being like, what do you want us to do with this? We could go to jail for this. <laughs> We, we, like, we could literally be, like, sentenced because yeah, right? of what you put in this movie. <laughs> and it's not, of course, you, like, it all has to do with, like... Obscenity laws yeah, obscenity and shit like that. Yeah, with Japan, yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking wild movie. Yeah, it's insane. I I, I generally do like it a lot. Yes. It. And, and like, like I said, like, he's become a filmmaker that I really want to deep dive. Yes, absolutely. Um... Yeah, I feel like that does leave us with the main event. The main event, yeah, yeah. But before we leave, Sex Hunter, uh, again the cast does great. It's a beautiful oh, shot. Yeah. The music's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I highly recommend going and pick up Sex Hunter. And the cool thing about this, too, this line is like none of the titles are very expensive. No, like I'd say, like well, unless you live in like Canada. Sorry, Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> then it might be a little pricey, but at the same time these are well worth your time yeah. and well worth your money because they're, again, especially in the U.S., <laughs> they're mm-hmm. they're very cheap. Pretty cheap, yeah. I will say the work that went into them is not up to your normal synapse standard. Yeah, I, w- I didn't know if you were going to bring that up. I will, a little but... bit. I do think the transfers are good. Yes. like uh, They're not, like I said, they're not like the Kindred or Suspiria. Good. No. Like, you wouldn't expect them to put that kind of work into these movies. But I I'm clean up a little bit, you know? I, I, I think the transfers are pretty decent. Yeah, but I, 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 I feel like these could have done, a little, a, done with an HD-type scan. Uh, they're scanning some type, I don't know what it is, but... Well, I, I mean, I, I think they could have done a little better with these releases. But I, I agree with that, but I do think they're like... I'm just glad they're there. Yeah, fair. You know, th- that's not the, expect special most. features. No. The menus are terrible. They're fucking atrocious, yeah. They're just like play. Yeah, it's s- somehow on the same level as when I started making menus. Uh, <laughs> however, I will say they do come in liner notes. Some they of do, them. yeah. Not all of them, but some of them do. Yeah, they do, yeah. Uh, by like some expert on the movie or the director of the series or mm. whatever. Yeah. Um yeah, so they're they're well worth your time. Yeah. They're very cheap. And that's the thing too, is like if they put a lot more work into the transfer, they wouldn't be that cheap. And would yeah. they sell? Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> Probably not, no. You know. Is anybody gonna buy a fucking horny diver wet shellfish for twenty six dollars? I mean probably one of us. Yeah. But my, not most people, no. No. They're gonna fucking be like, Yeah, you're your goddamn mind. Yeah, fuck you. Like I'd be curious to even see what the blu rays of some of these do. Because not hey. everything has a blu ray, but some do. Yeah. You know. But, um, t- speaking of Blu-ray and oh. DVD, this one, we take a bit of a different... Yes. ...approach, whereas, like, I'm pretty sure, like, reading Dave Jackson's review on this, by the way... Shout out well, Dave Jackson. Yeah, shout out Dave Jackson. He's fucking an amazing writer. Yeah, and he's very knowledgeable. Yeah. Amazing writer, amazing director. Yep. Good guy. Yeah, very nice very nice guy. Guy's a very nice guy. And, um, <laughs> but... Is the the movies apparently were shot on 35. 35. That's a, that's a difference maker too cuz like yeah. you can tell that a lot of the pink like again when we're saying pink ooh. Yeah. Again, all Nakatsu films are Pinku films technically, but not all Pinku films are Nakatsu films. Oh. <laughs> so in order to differentiate them, it's Roman pornos and Pinkus. Yeah. Uh in, in, the budgetary is definitely the big factor difference of them yes we're like you can tell nakatsu shot 35 millimeter there's money put into it pinkos are a little cheaper 16 millimeter a little grimier a little grittier woman in a box is not shot on either no it's shot on video yeah which is a huge like step down in quality as far as like picture quality and like yeah like it's so fascinating that they went there yeah um which I, I, I know that a lot of the um, JV stuff that was happening around the same time. Was shot on video. Was shot on video because yep. it was just a cheaper medium. Cheaper. And you had guys like Dasuke Yamanashi. Yeah. And like you also had uh, you know a lot of directors like Gaira who were shot, shooting on video anyway. Yeah. With like, uh, I'm pretty sure Guzo was shot on 35. Not 35, but uh, video. I don't know it looks film to me looks like film looks like okay. film to me but like guys like Dasuke Yamaduchi yeah uh and mm-hmm. uh fucking the, J- the JV movement yeah um J-Video in particular yeah J-Video stuff video. like Death Powder Battle Heater a lot of shit mm-hmm. like this uh Psychic Vision Jaganrai yeah uh, a lot of this shit was coming out straight to DV- uh, straight to video and being very successful yes very successful and so it was like this was Nakatsu's experiment to see if they could do that yes and it's also cheaper. <laughs> yeah, it was very much a budget thing. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder if it's like at this point by 85, like because the line would eventually end, Yeah, or at least this wave of Roman pornos yeah. would end in 88. Yeah. So only three years later, if they were starting to become less successful. Pro- probably. Because the Roman pornos were popping. Yeah, they were fucking, like, money makers. Yeah, they were successful. That's why there's so goddamn many of them. Yeah, like, I think someone said there's, like, 500 of yeah. these or something like that. And when you think about, like, 71 to 88, that's not that big of a fucking time No, period. they were cranking these things out like crazy. I mean, it, it's a long time, but it's not like, you know, like the slasher movement, you know, or anything like that. Yeah. Which, like, you know, it lasted a long time, but, like, in retrospect, not really. Yeah, and the thing is It that, is a lot like the slashers, because it wasn't around a long time, but there was a lot of them. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they're still being made today, technically. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. But, um, I w- I will say the s- the difference the r- the difference here with the vi- going from thirty five to video already makes it feel sc- scuzzier. Oh, way scuzzier! It seems fucking filthy from frame one before yeah. you see anything. Yeah, when you're we haven't in- said what this movie is yet. <laughs> it's Woman in a Box. Yes, this is uh, Masaru uh, Kanemura Kanumaya. Kanuma. Masaru Kanuma. <laughs> Nailed it. 1985. <laughs> Yadi. 1985. Woman in a Box, aka Woman in a Box, Virgin Sacrifice. Yes. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the director of this did something else that's pretty fucking. I infamous. had seen another one of his movies called Wife to be Sacrificed. Uh, he also did Flower and Snake. Yes. Yeah. Which is. Yeah, he did a lot of fucking shit. Jesus. And apparently he did Woman in a Box 2. Yeah. And it's shot on 35. Yeah. And it's basically Nakatsu like, yeah, sorry about it. We made you do that. <laughs> yeah. Here's the money. Go make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird that they did give the director of Flower and Snake video. Yeah, yeah. Like, this guy who's clearly a very talented filmmaker. Yeah. Like, here's a VHS camera. Good luck. And it could be the premise of this movie because mm. this movie's a lot. It's... it's it's slimy It is Like I pretty much timed it Right hmm There There's a rape scene of course That goes on for 30 fucking minutes Yeah Yeah We'll if get into you that yeah. <laughs> any indication Of what you're getting yourself into Again Dave Jackson Wrote, wrote it perfectly This movie's not gonna be For most people No Hell, It's not made It's not even for It's not made for really any people Not really No 30 minutes Yeah I mean that's up there With like I Spent in a grave yeah, and it's unsimulated. Yeah, and it's porno. What the fuck? Yeah. This movie is beyond words. <laughs> the rape goes in stages, too. It, yeah. It's like, this is the standard rape version. This is the sodomy section. Yep. This is the bondage section. Here's a little bit of DP action for you. Yeah. What the fuck, man? This movie's... Oh fuck. So, I, I didn't write names down for this one or memorize them. No. But we have this couple who are Gross. Goblins, <laughs> goblin demons from hell. I fucking hate them. Who the first thing we see is they, which is fucking hilarious too. They have a van that has two-way mirrors in it, <laughs> and they fucking public. <laughs> These fuckers. Yeah. And like, oh and my God. I love watching the background. Oh yeah, because you clearly there's a scene in particular where they're once again raping the poor girl. When, oh okay, when they're raping the girl. Okay, gotcha. in the in the van. And he's standing on the outside, uh, simulating oral sex on her. Yeah. Through the mirror, through the window. There's a fucking guy who just stops and he's like, "What the fuck is that guy doing?" That because the camera's on the inside yeah. of the van, right? Yeah. He's, the fuck is going on? And he stays there forever. Yes. Just staring like, what's going on? <laughs> I was transfixing on that guy. I forgot what was happening in the rest yeah. of the scene. I was like, is he ever going to leave or is he just going to stand just standing there looking at what's going on? I mean, I I mean, what would you do in that situation? I mean, all you, do, all you, all you can see is just a guy standing in front of a fucking you know, window that you can't see into. It looks yeah. like a mirror and going. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, what's he doing? Because the camera's on the inside. Yeah, and you're also from the back, yeah. right? So you're seeing this dude. Potentially licking a window? Licking a window. (laughs) That looks like a mirror. Again, I guess not in a very politically correct way, He literally being a window licker? What the fuck is going on? So anyways, these two goblins. Oh, God. Goblin 1 and Goblin 2. Mr. and Mrs. Goblin. Fucking. At this point, they're not even goblins. They're trolls. (laughs) 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 Fucking trolls. Um, Late one night are perusing the streets of Japan, looking for some, some fun. Yeah, looking for some fun after already a disgusting sex scene, by the way. That goes on forever. They're Like, it's sweaty. Oh, it's so sweaty, dude. Like, there's dripping sweat. Yeah. Because they're fucking in a van in probably the summer. And I'm not one to talk about people's looks. Hmm. But this guy's not a fun guy to look at. You know what he looks like? huh He looks like Gyra. He does look like Gyra. Which he wrote this fucking movie. <laughs> he wrote it for himself. <laughs> he probably did the fucking pervert. Like the dude's got like a gold tooth. Uh, like he's just got that mustache that's just like... Mm. He's got that scuzzy mustache. Mm, mm. He got the He's got that scuzzy mustache that he probably calls a fucking flavor saver. Oh! <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, i got to yeah. taste that later. <laughs> Nasty fuck. Smell my stash. Yeah, that's your girl. Oh. So anyways, oh, God. it's a rainy night and they're perusing the streets looking for, I don't think they even really know what they're looking for at first. They're looking for something exciting. Yes, yeah. That's what they're looking for. And they see a young girl on the side of the road stuck in the rain. Yeah. So Miss Goblin, or Miss Troll. <laughs> Miss Troll. <laughs> approaches her and says, hey, let us give you a ride home. Yeah number one mistake. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever get into especially that kind of van. Like when you approach the van and notice that it's not got windows it's got mirrors. Yeah. So you can't see inside of it you probably should have been like hmm. Shouldn't get in that. But again I understand you're in a desperate situation. Desperate get situation. The room. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Right. But, but here's the thing. Even without the windows right. This van. You see this fucking pervert white van. Yeah. Come around the corner. <laughs> And, you're, and your first instinct is like, man, I should probably get in that van to, to get be away. fair, she is hesitant at first. She is. And Miss Troll is very approachable. She, you know, of the Ms. two. Miss Troll! <laughs> <It's, laughs> of the two, she is definitely the most normal looking. Yeah. I wouldn't get like, oh, pervert alarms from her. <laughs> no, but she's pretty fucking perverted. Oh, she's horrible. <laughs> she's grim. She's absolutely horrible. So anyways. Oh, God. So they pick her up. And at first, you know, they're like, oh, you know, we just want to help you out. Mm-hmm. Then it, it immediately starts to get sinister. Immediately. Where he, they're just like, yeah, he she, he really likes to help young girls. God. And he, and like we are talking about the fucking toolbox killers earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. essentially driving around the murder mac that they actually had <laughs> yeah. in real life. So, god, she knows she's in trouble. And she's like, well, just keep going straight right here. And as soon as she says that, the van takes a rot. Yep. And it's like, at that point, she knows she's fucked. Yep. Uh, so they go I don't think she realizes how fucked she is yeah cause then they go to their literal fucking dungeon <laughs> their sewer. they're sewer they let these trolls <laughs> these fucking sewer rat people live in a fucking sewer mat. <laughs> They live in the fucking sewer like the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> they don't even equate them to the Ninja but they Turtles. Ain't got pizza. Ninja Turtles are fucking heroes. <laughs> they don't live on a subway, oh Matt. They don't. <laughs> they don't got a van. I mean, they do, but they got a raper van. But <laughs> what they have is a dungeon with a cot and a box. God. God. So once they get her to the fucking dungeon, that's where the thirty minute rape scene begins. Yeah. And it is long and it's painful. It's within it's the first thirty excruci- minutes. It's excruciating. Yeah, and it goes on for fucking forever. Yeah, quite literally. Literally, it, it's it's hard to watch. It's like, oh my god, I like I fucking hate it. Like half my notes is like, damn, this is long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 I got to a certain point where I'm just like, I'm, like you're just sitting there. because I've seen that We've both seen this already. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, at this point, I'm gonna check my fucking phone. I don't just want anything so I don't have to look at this. Yeah. I'm like th- messaging the boys on Discord, like, haha, one of the boxes still fucked up as shit. <laughs> one of the boxes makes me want to die. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. But, like, and the thing that adds to this, too, again, like we said, is like, it's unsimulated. Like, yeah. You can tell, like, there's, of course, it's fogged because it has yeah. to be. Yeah. But you can tell. Oh, yeah. This is real. Yeah, it's legit. They're fucking. For real. Yes. And he is rough. Yeah. Like, he, like, she has scratches all over her. At oh, one point, yeah. he's, like, raking his fingernails down her boobs. Ugh. And you can clearly see that he is, for real, Doing it, scratching yeah. her. Like, he roughs her up bad. Also, I just want to also mention that this, the Impulse Synapse DVD undersells... This movie? Yeah. Essentially, it's, like, one of the weirdest in the Nikatsu. genre. Uh, oh, I it's weird, part. all right. No, it's fucking <laughs> fucked. <laughs> It's, it's horrendous. It's like, again, we've abused this word because of Show Me Something Wrong, but it's grim. It's, it's ghastly. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> ghastly. <laughs> Someone say ghoulish. Yeah, this movie's <laughs> ghoulish. <laughs> we, like, the first two movies, we were pretty professional about things. It's all out the window Dude this movie's so rough It's it's painful to watch It's brutal Yeah So that goes on forever Eventually we get to the uh, The obligatory box You know the namesake yeah. box They put her in a box Which that's an insane visual too Is when they put her in the van Yeah They put a box on her head Yeah That's a crazy fucking visual Cause she doesn't know where she's going Yeah uh, Well we find out where she's going And then one of the grimmest scenes I've ever seen in my life We'll get to that Fuck We had to talk about that right Oh for sure There's a sewer escape scene that's, like, shot like a horror movie. Legit. Like, it's terrifying. It's legit terrifying. Yeah, she's, like, falling in, like, literal sludge and essentially like she like finds like this the the body of like sludge Mm. at the very end of the fucking like uh, pathway and essentially the fucking dude's like the the fucking Mr. Troll Mr. Troll he's like you really gonna go in there you really gonna wade through that that's full of human piss and shit yeah fucking dead cats and dogs and rats are in there yeah just festering and like the same where she's like she's fully naked and she's running yeah and you see like his shadow and it's almost like yeah (laughs) Like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> yeah. It feels like it's ripped straight out of guinea pig. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought about yeah. when I was watching this. He even looks like the samurai. Dude. He does look like the samurai that guy. Scuzzy mustache. A maybe I don't know. I, I have to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's this movie is horrible. Yeah. Like it's, it's a good movie. Like, Before I'll we get to that, the but... scene, too, I just want to talk about the motives for why they're doing what they're doing. Uh, it's literally all for sexual pleasure. Not just that, but at the end, when when the real when the reveal comes that he's going to let her go. Yeah. And go to tell the police because he wants his story to be in the newspaper so people will be aroused by it and realize that they're just as perverted as he is and create a perverted revolution. (laughs) That's what he wants to do, Matt. He's literally a sexual terrorist. Yes! (laughs) A sexual terrorist. (laughs) Fuck. A domestic sexual terrorist. Yeah. It's fucked. It's completely fucked. And, like, they attach this, like, chain to her, like, clitoris. Yes. That they, that they pull on a lot yeah and fucking torture her with and uh, can we can we just talk about the beach scene okay already? so we're gonna t- we're gonna get into the beach scene pretty in depth if you don't want it spoiled we try to be spoiler free for the other two but we gotta talk about this scene just for our own mental sake we have to get just it out just for our mental health <laughs> we just gotta get it out in the open uh, yeah so you know skip ahead see you next week thank you for listening we love you yeah we love you shout outs and all that shout out woo yeah. woo yeah, yeah. yeah okay so if you're still with us Here we go. (laughs) This is bad. Yeah, this is rough. And it's not rough in the sense of like, oh, they're raping her and they're torturing her. And some would say the twist of what happens is a cop-out and ruins it. And I don't think so. No, I think it's the opposite. I think it makes it worse. Yeah. Because the whole thing is they're breaking her will. They're tearing her down. They're fucking destroying her as a human being. They're mentally and physically tearing her apart. Yes. So they take her to the beach, right? Yeah. Where Mr. and Mrs. Troll are fucking all over the place. God. And they put a fucking IV in her arm. No, it's in her leg Is it her leg? Yeah, it's like through the uh, like. Was it pulmonary? I don't know I don't, I don't know I'm out fucking Medical yeah, fucking terms <laughs> The fucking artery in your leg that If you slice, you're done Yeah, and they start <laughs> Draining her of her blood As she watches The fucking ocean. Waves Yeah, watches the ocean So she can die Watching the waves, right? And they're sitting there and they're having a picnic while she's being drained of her blood. And she starts singing this song. Like yeah. it's like lullaby thing. And it's one of the absolute most fucked things I have ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Like it is haunting beyond haunting. It's the grimmest of grim. <laughs> she's literally in this box singing this lullaby drooling. Yeah. Because she's like, I'm being drained of my you know, my I'm life dying. source. I'm yeah. dying. Yeah. And they're just sitting there enjoying their picnic, fucking. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course they are. Yeah. And eventually she, she passes on after she pisses herself too by yeah. the way there's a line oh, that we have to get to you know, get to it. <laughs> where they come up to her and then they're like oh you know she's almost done she's almost completely drained of her blood yeah uh, uh, and he like leans down to her and he's like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna, le- I'm gonna let you go I'm gonna release you and he says and I quote because I wrote this down and I wrote in capital letters next to it fucked <laughs> die with gratitude to us <laughs> god God, <laughs> it's like it's. He's also like, uh, like oh, who 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 did this to you? Who let you, who let you leave? Yeah, and like have gratitude. Yeah, die with gratitude to us. Fuck. Yeah, this scene is. I almost don't want to spoil the like the reveal. I ca- I kind of want to. Okay, we can because. Like, like I, I know when it, Spooky watched this one at first, you know he was like, "I don't know if it's that fucked up," until I kind of talked about like what I I thought it was the most fucked up scene in an Katsu to film, and then he started fucking staring off in the void. Yeah, then he was like, "Oh, that is really fucked up." Yeah, so it does turn out that they're not actually draining her blood; it's tomato juice. Well, like I, I was going to talk about the whole aspect because, like, the first time I watched this. I had no idea mm-hmm. that it was tomato juice. And he picks up the jar. Yeah. And drinks it. Just chugs it. And I, when I, first of all I was watching it, I was like, I'm fucking shocked. Yeah. This is, somehow this shocked me. Yeah. Somehow <laughs> this is beyond, like, this is beyond words. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, and then she, like, he gets her to drink some of it. And that's when the reveal happens. He's like, oh, is it, isn't it funny that it's tomato juice? Yeah. It, that it tastes like tomato juice. And she's like, tomato juice? Yeah. Now, I will say, I don't know how that worked. I, I mean, they could have like a fucking jar of it in the corner. I guess. I don't know. I don't um, know how it works. I ain't worried about that. Yeah. And you may feel like mm, that kind of like takes away the impact of. No. Here's why. Here's why I think it does not. And why right. I think it's the most fucked up thing in a Nikatsu film. Floor's yours. Is because at this point in time, her life is such literal hell that she is completely content. With dying. They have broke her down so much that she is happy and euphoric that she is getting to die. And thankful to them that she gets to die. That is horrible. <laughs> that is mentally one of the most fucked things I have ever seen. <laughs> and not just that. The reveal strips it all away. Yeah. No, she's still in this hell. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck This movie is so fuck. It is a serial killer's like Fantasy <laughs> It's a gyra. <laughs> hey, gyra where you at right now <laughs> Who'd you kill Who'd you kill Bastard Where you at bastard. Put him on the watch list Bastard Bastard <laughs> God Like it is like what Leonard Lake and Charles Ng Dreamed of so, This is their fucking uh, Spank bank material Yeah and it's still so fucking erotic that you can, like... Well, the other ones, it's like, well, who would jerk off to this? This movie, like, does its best to be super fucking erotic. Yeah, because, like, like she's in full view, like, completely naked and mm-hmm. stuff. Very graphic. And, like, where she's sitting in the box, like, everything's shown. Of course, you know, it's since, of course. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, this is designed for rape fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is. But, yeah, when she's on that beach and she's getting ready to fucking die and that's all torn away from her. It's because like the why the, it's just so fucked up cuz like I said it's like she's so fucking broken as a human being. Yeah. That this is this is good. This is relief. I get to go. This is happiness. Mm-hmm. This is this is the ultimate joy. It's horrible. It's yeah. horrible. It's fucking horrible. Yeah, now horrendous. I will say, after that point, I do think the movie takes a bit of a dip. A little bit. Like it does intercut back and forth with police interrogations, almost fucking cat three ish. Very, yeah. Yeah. Um, with the two Mister and Mrs Troll, <laughs> and there there comes a part in that which I don't really understand why they went there with it. Okay. With the cops mm. raping her. I don't know. That was just that was just like extra. It wasn't needed. I, feel, I honestly like, again, I say this not in like a ooh way, but it does feel a little bit like shock value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a game? part where he like grabs that dude's dick. Yeah, like just like manhandles that guy's cock, <laughs> just like fucking squeezing it, dude. Yeah, the He's him. like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on his dick, and I was like, damn. Yeah, he, he busted a blood vessel in his cock, dude. It was brutal. I was like, fuck, uh. that, cop, that got it bad. Horrible. Which is like Proven his point, though. Yeah, where it's like all these sleazy, perverted details are going to rouse you and awaken your inner perversion. God, like I said, he's a pervert terrorist. A pervert terrorist. <laughs> and uh, I do, I, I felt the need to kind of spoil the ending of this too. We already did the spoiler. Like you said, if you're still here, you're you're fully on board for spoilers, or you've seen the movie. Yeah. You you want to know how this movie ends, guys? So, after the after the cops, right? So, sorry, let me just cut you off. Okay. She becomes like an idol. That's what I was about to say. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, this movie ends with her becoming an idol. Yeah, the situation, like, she becomes, <laughs> like, a celebrity because of it. And doing, like, gravity-ass, like, fucking photo shoots and stuff with, like, the... The, the, the little chain on her pussy. <gasps> and, like, they have her in a box. Yes. Taking pictures and shit. And then... <laughs> And then the very ending, just to add that, like, in case you're like, that's goofy as shit. Yeah, because, right? like, it comes to, like, they come out of the police uh, department ready for, like, a crowd of paparazzi, hmm. you know, snapping photos. Are you? Do you feel bad for what you did? or yeah. Do you feel guilt? And they come out, there's nobody. Yeah. And he's depressed about that. mm mm-hmm. Because he feels like what he des- desired to do is a failure. Yeah. But then... <laughs> And then they show back up to their little sewer lair from hell. Yeah, their sewer lair. And there she is in the box. Yep. Saying, welcome home. Horrible. Grim as fuck. Mm. Ghastly. Ghoulish. <laughs> Devious. Devious. <laughs> <De-devious>. <laughs> Devilish. <laughs> Horrid. One of the worst things we've ever covered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Top ten. Most disturbing. Disgusting vile movies we've ever covered. Yeah. abso fucking Horrid. <laughs> it's, yeah. Not easy to watch. Some people are going to watch this and hate it because it's the sex scenes are, because it's porn. It's straight porn. It's Yeah. So the sex scenes are long. I, like I would compare this, like, again, my tolerance is way different than it used to be, for sure. I would put this on the same level as something like Intrusion. Intrusion. That we talked about before. That literally ended the podcast pretty much. It did, yeah. Killed it because we were both kind of checked out at that point. <laughs> the movie didn't bother me that bad, but <laughs> and it's not like this movie like bothered me, bothered me. But I am like, I when I'm watching, I'm like, this is insane. Yeah, I don't say this is my, this might be worse than Intrusion. It's bad because at the very end of the day, the end of the movie, they won. Yeah. They want, like, there's no satisfying ending because they got what they wanted. They broke her down to the point where they are family to her. It is related, (laughs) like, you know, relatable to, like, an American Ruffy. Yeah. And the way it's executed. But at the same time, like, it's, uh, like, even though it's shot on video, it's a lot better shot. Yeah. It's a lot better done. The Mm -hmm. acting is better. And the ending goes there. A lot of times in Ruffies, they pull back. Yeah. Besides, like, actual, like, mutilation and stuff, this is something, like, U- Uzi Gawada would write. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this is, like, some guru shit. Yeah. This is... It's, it's horrific, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's legit one of the most disturbing things we'll ever talk about in this show. I highly recommend it. Very much so. Because <laughs> it's an experience you gotta have at least once. After... It feels like we've probably, like... Like, some people are like, man, they're talking this movie down, right? Right. No, this movie's fucking great. It's really good. <laughs> like, consider shot on video. Like how and like I came to the realization, like what the difference is in in like mm-hmm. Western, Sov. And Japanese SOV. Because it's actually shot by people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> SOV in Western countries is usually, you know, I want to say, amateur is such a harsh term and it sounds like a critique, but it's yeah. not. But it's guys like Polonia Brothers, yeah. you know, Olaf Ittenbach. Uh, John McBride. John McBride. These guys who are like, you know, up-and-coming filmmakers who yeah. are getting their feet in there. And a lot of times they're just making movies with their friends. Yeah, they're... And it's like they don't know how like you know proper cinematography works. No, they don't know they don't know how to frame a shot. No, or how to like set up like fucking like hit your mark and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, like they're learning. Yes. on the job. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and some of those guys go on. You know, some of them. Some. I won't say all. <laughs> Not going to mention any names. Go on to be really good filmmakers. Look yeah. A guy like Olaf Fentenbach. Look at the shit he's making nowadays. You know. Oh yeah, he's fucking fantastic. Yeah. In Japan, these guys, a lot of times, were already established filmmakers. Yeah. Like, Takashi Miike did shot on video stuff. Yeah. Very, you know, yeah, my favorite did. filmmaker of all time. Did shot on video. Did shot on video. Wasn't Visitor Q on video? Video Visitor Q yeah. is uh, digital, technically. Digi- but yeah, yeah. you know, similar. And then, uh, but a Full Metal Yakuza yeah. did shot on video, you know? It's wild. Like, these guys are, like, su- like they're already, like, very established filmmakers through studios. hmm are doing SOV yeah and a lot of the times uh, it's like where um, you know talking about western stuff they didn't the cinematographers were usually their friends oh yeah like themselves. here, put the camera here so everybody can get in the shot yeah you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if the gore gag goes off here we gotta be over here <laughs> yeah <laughs> whereas in like in Japan's video stuff it was there's cinematographers yeah there was like it ran just like a regular movie just it was on video it was just on video that's why like, and also the equipment too We're like in the in like the western states you went to you know like a Walmart or a Best Buy <laughs> yeah. or a you know Sears or something like that <laughs> and bought a home video camera yeah. and in Japan they're using like professional video videography yeah. stuff you know what I mean <laughs> yeah essentially like what you would see that what TV would be shot on yeah so that's the big difference you know a little bit of a die drop there yeah yeah but, yeah you know, something interesting to think about but yeah I highly recommend Women in a Box uh, is, is it you want something that's fucked beyond belief Woman in a Box yeah I will say the second Scene's gone too long again but you have to think about why oh is it even then like it is a porn it's porn it's like this movie porn. is a porn yeah where a lot of the other Nikatsu, I'd say the majority of the other Nekatsu movies are just erotica yeah you know something in the same vein as like an Emmanuel movie you know yes um Woman in a box is a porn. (laughs) Straight up. Yeah. Looks at, feels it, smells it, tastes it, it's porn. (laughs) I don't want to taste it. I don't want to taste woman in a box. No. (laughs) Tastes like poop. (laughs) Tastes like poop. Tastes like pee. I was waiting for them to go there. Like they peed. I was like, someone's gonna take a shit. I was waiting for it. The first time I ever watched this movie was like someone shitting. What's like when we were watching who's shitting and when? (laughs) It was like Paranoid Garden. I was waiting for it. Oh yeah, yeah, like someone taking shit. (laughs) If it doesn't go there. It doesn't go as far as I don't think that movie goes as far as this one does by any means. Paranoid Garden? Yeah. Yeah, by, by uh, fucking uh, uh, Surasaki. Yeah. Oh God, no. Yeah, this <laughs> Garden's not very good. <laughs> no, it's pretty boring. Yeah, <laughs> it's got some. It's got some unique ideas, but this one it's got some good visuals. All you need to know is it gets the Sigon Cinema stamp of. What the fuck? <laughs> he gets the sick on cinema stand for approval, but also with a puke emoji next to it. <laughs> yeah, with a uh, yeah, puke caution. emoji. Yeah. <laughs> proceed with caution. A proceed with caution sticker, a horror sticker, a porn sticker. Yeah. <laughs> as well as a as you said, a bombing emoji. Yeah. But yeah, that's another Katsu Roman porno. We'll come back to this again because oh, so fucking many of I mean, them. Some of them are so good. We still haven't covered some of the classics that I think are great. We haven't touched Flower and Snake. Fire and Snake. We haven't uh, touched uh what was it Love? hunter love hunter star of david yeah oh boy compared like who in a box i think is number one yeah star of david is knocking on its door though. i would say probably the next time we come back to this star of david's a must yeah it was grizzly. it almost was a part of this lineup but i think we were just like that's a little might be a little more star of david is grizzly yeah <laughs> Like, honestly, I'd say, like, from what I've personally seen, Woman in a Box, Star of David on the fuck scale. It's knocking on its door, though. Yeah. There's moments in Star of David that rival Woman in a Box. Oh, yeah. It's, that's for another day. Another day. Yeah. There it is. There it is, guys. Shout out. I'm tired. Everybody. Yeah. Shout out, everybody. Uh, You all know who you are. You know who you are. (laughs) Follow... People in the underground, of course. Like if you, if you follow us, see the people we're following. Follow a lot of those people, and uh, spread the love. Of course. Yeah. Do you want to do an announcement, or should we wait on that? Uh, you know, talk about right. Oh yeah, the big announcement. Oh yeah. Should we go ahead and just say what's up with it, or should we wait? Well, I mean, we're doing it on air, I guess. Oh yeah. I mean, you kind of, you kind of. Uh, no, we could, this could be a tease. You know, you want to tease it? I mean, what do you think we should do? I mean, we do have a trailer. mm Hmm. So we can always post the trailer soon. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we'll say. Keep an eye on the Instagram. Yeah. You know, if you're not following us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram. We might try to Post on YouTube potentially too if we Possibly, can. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, something big. We're going to be doing a major announcement. Yeah. It's going to be something cool that you can buy that's yeah. going to go to a great cause. Yes. Yeah, we're not going to make a dime off this. It's, going to, it's all going to charity. It's still going to send them a go bankrupt. <laughs> it's happening. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting a lot of money into this project. Oh, I'm very yeah. proud of it and very happy with it. And I think you all will like it a lot. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Keep an eye. Probably within the next week or so. I can't guarantee exactly when, but H- how about this? next episode okay next episode after um either before or after it'll be before October has We're, to be oh yeah, yeah yeah. because that's what our release date's gonna be yes uh we'll, we'll give out the release date at a later date yeah it's coming up. it's coming and it's something really cool yeah um we've both worked very fucking hard let me just say this. this regardless of what you feel about the content yeah I guarantee you the art is good (laughs) True, made by someone very special yeah and we'll get to all that very soon very 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 soon yeah and then shout out to everybody we love y'all yeah we we love all you guys um the underground yeah Yeah. absolutely y'all know who y'all are y'all are fucking amazing you uh like this podcast is legit like it keeps us going man it's therapy (laughs) yeah it very much is therapy because we're able to watch these fucked up movies talk about them and yeah, um, actually give a shit, and that's weird. Yeah, like getting, you know, someone you know recognizes in public was very humbling. Yeah, thank you to that guy. Yeah, thank you so much. Wish we got your name. I'm an idiot. Yeah, we we should have. I was a little stunned. That's yeah, I was taken aback. I wasn't ready. Yeah, I mean you were like, oh, I had no clue what to do. <laughs> yeah, when, like when he was like, "Are you guys the second Cinema guys?" I was like, "What the fuck? Oh, Run!" Run! <laughs> <laughs> Drop all your shit and go. They know. <laughs> they know we can get out of here. No. But yeah. Thank you all. I'm glad it went with like, I listen to that show and I like it. Yeah. I was like, are you all the sick on cinema guys? Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Punch. <laughs> Punch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you guys are sick on cinema guys? I fucking hate you. Yeah, y'all suck. <laughs> I'm charging you double. <laughs> Fuck you. Get out of here. Never come back. Never come back. Take for a for side Take a side bread. <laughs> Side red, <laughs> but uh yeah. Thank you all for listening. As always, we appreciate it. I'm John, and I'm Matt, and you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick on, on cinema. Cinema. cinema, cinema, cinema. Someday love will find you. I don't know. the song stuck in my head. I, I, I kind of want to get some food. I'm starving. I still gotta edit this and put it out. Fuck ghastly. Damn! Damn! Damn. Buttered sausage. Buttered sausage.